0: It's time for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond nevertheless their differences became apparent while jose and angel love country family and rock and roll they rarely see eye to eye the only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry they may have shared the room but they don't share opinions
1: and welcome to another edition of twin talk with jose and angel i'm jose and i'm angel what's with that look angel uh, you lowered the music like too fast, eh? I'm dealing with this. Let me deal with yeah, this. Yeah, well, I have to deal with you. Eh? And welcome back to another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angels. We broadcast live from Theo Luis's Garage on twintalkcast.com and on the largest radio network in the world. That's Live 365, eh? But go to twintalkcast.com because that's a cool ass website, because that's ours, eh? Now listen, we like do. We made it, it up, eh? We broadcast. We broadcast every week on Tuesday <laughs> nights, but for the next six weeks, because I'm on assignment, we're doing them on Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. You're on assignment. I'm on assignment. All right. I'm on. I'm well, you're on, ass- on assignment. I'm on assignment. Well, I'm on something else, eh? But it's illegal, Holmes. <laughs> I'm digging. Anyway, we, we thank you for joining us. Uh, we have a fantastic show coming up this week. Dude. We do. We have the cool-ass uh, rock uh, band called Radio Suicide. There's some yeah. hey, uh, uh, cool-ass rocking dudes fronted by a cool, hot chick. I'll vouch for that. She's kind of hot. Yes, she is. And, and they have hot. a new Very single. Hot. They just released a, a, a video. And uh, we'll talk to them later on, but also... I saw the video, it was really cool. Also with us today, the Reverend Jesse Lee. James, did I say Jesse? Jesse... Jesse Jesse James. Jesse (laughs) Lee. Jesse Lee. No, it's James. Jesse Lee Peterson. Reverend Reverend Peterson from bondaction.com and the founder of South Central Los Angeles party right on. he's going to be talking to us about all the trifecta of scandals in the White House right now in particular the and, and the infringement on the on 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 freedom of speech not only by by organizations that want to help people but also of the media did you say trifecta the trifecta? Is, There's that like, three is that scandals going on? Is that like when you leave a country and you're not supposed to, or something like that? No, that's what the fuck's trifecta. <laughs> hey, uh, we also uh, uh, later on we're also going to have a really cool young lady. She uh, she's in high school. Uh, um, her name is Adrian, and uh, uh, an activist uh, and a spoken word artist. Oh, uh, you got to hear. Her. She just totally rocks. She's going to come in here and uh, talk to talk to talk to us. What she's activating about? (laughs) Anyway, something like that. Anyway, it's a fantastic show. But also, hey Jose, did I tell you she's going to recite something on her spoken word live here in the? She's going to slam. There you go. She's going to slam. Man, awesome. She's going to slam with us tonight for us. You don't take it easy. I'm going to slam you on the ground, eh? Also tonight with us, as we do every week with the news and dirty laundry. Actually, we do the news and dirty laundry every week. But sitting in for Jackie, who is across the pond now, hanging out with the Brits. I say she's having some tea and compass. That's my very bad, very bad Hey, British those, accent. Uh, those Brits are going to get a taste of that hip wind. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, with us today, uh, with the news and dirty laundry, uh, also the voice of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel out of NBC, Universal, and. When Jose says the voice, it's the voice you hear at the beginning of our show. Yeah, he is the voice. He's the voice. Listen, not spoken word artist, but voiceover artist and multimedia journalist Jeff Johnson. What's up, Jeff? Yo,
0: yo, yo. Good to be here.
1: So what's up, Jeff? What do you got going for us uh, on the news and Dirty Laundry today, man? Got some
0: interesting uh, news stories happening today. Of course, we've got the whole uh, trifecta uh, scandal going on at the White House with the... uh, Benghazi, uh, the IRS and the AP. We'll talk about that. We'll kind of dive into that. Um, also, uh, Angelina Jolie, she's in the news right now for her, uh, double mastectomy that she, uh, has gotten. Double
1: mastectomy?
0: Yeah. (laughs) How do you do it twice? And she's, uh, she's kind of explaining to everyone why she's doing it. And, uh. Shit. Yeah. (laughs) And then also a story that I found was pretty cool, um. Well, I don't know if you call it cool, but it's kind of weird, actually. Um, The Boston terror suspect, uh, Joe Karsonayev, is getting a lot of love on Twitter. He's got a lot of female teenage fans these days. The young one, yeah. Well, we will hear about that. So as he as he waits to learn his fate, he's getting a lot of love on Twitter. So we're gonna read some tweets. (laughs) We're gonna get we're gonna get into it deep. Some
1: terrorist bomber tweets. Yeah, all that on the news and dirty laundry with. uh, Sitting in for Jackie Casas, Jeff Johnson in the Jeff house. Jeff Johnson is here. So stay tuned. We're going to have that going on. Hey, you know what? Uh, uh, right now, since we're at the beginning of the show, eh, let's tell everybody what we did on the last show. Hey, eh? we we were at the uh, red carpet uh, premiere of the two hopeful spinsters uh, we- webisode. Webisode. And uh, we had a great show. We were on location at the red carpet next to the at, Step and Reprieve, At the Arclight. At the Arclight Theater. At That's the, that theater where they sell beer, eh? At the heart. Shoot. Sure. At the heart of uh, the entertainment industry in Hollywood. With us that day, we, among other celebrities, Michael Madsen from Kill Bill and yeah, yeah. Uh, and all that other. Oh, dude, c- if you guys didn't hear this, you got to go. You can go to TwinTalkCast.com and download it or listen to it on demand. He does a Dennis Hopper <laughs> impersonation. <laughs> you got to check it it's out. It's hilarious. I listened to it the next day. So passe. eh? <laughs> that was a good show, eh? That was a good get, <laughs> brother. Anyway, so so check that out on TwinTalkCast.com. I want to let everyone know that you can also chat us up during the show Go on Facebook and friend us on Twin Talk Show. Uh, make your comments. Have your questions. Also, we do it the old-fashioned way. Give us a call at 626 275 8946 In case you didn't know it, A-T-W-I-N. There you go. So that's how we do it. How was your week, brother? My week was good, eh? Well, it was good. I just don't remember it. <laughs> hey, Josh, you, I, had a, oh, I had a fantastic week. Tell me about your week. As you know, I had a (laughs) father-son road trip. Oh, that's right. You took off with my dad uh, across the West. No, with my dad. No, with my dad. With my dad. So, as you know, we took a father- Our dad. uh, You know, we missed you. It would have been a fantastic trip. Uh-huh. It, well, it, I was know, a, it was a fantastic. Trip. I totally would have ditched work, but my boss totally wants to fire me. Eh? I know dude. that would have gave him the perfect excuse to fire me. Anyway, so we took. You a know what? My boss is a Neanderthal. Yeah, I said it. Eh? I hope you're listening. Eh? We took a trip across uh, the Southwest. Uh, we went to Colorado to pick up Nalani. We went to surprise her as she played her last couple of games in softball. Nalani, your daughter. Nalani, who's in uh, who plays for uh, college ball. Congratulations to the Rattlers. They won the Region Nine champions. Congratulations! The to rattlers guys. from the uh, uh, marijuana-friendly state of Colorado. Shout! <laughs> <Ciao. laughs> anyway, I wanted to uh, Excuse me. I wanted to th- <laughs> uh, give a shout out to all the girls who did a fantastic job reaching the uh, championship level. I want to give a shout out and to my daughter who's here. I also want to give a shout out to the crew. Of uh, of uh, of uh, the crew. The crew of the Voice. They, they were hanging out with me this weekend. they're they really cool. Oh, so, where? Why didn't you invite me, at man? The Voice. Why don't you invite me, eh? Mm. I mean, like, these are the kind of things you call your brother. But, right? anyways, I want to go back. Because, you know, they're going to, they like, to- I bet you they like you, right? But then when they find out you have a twin, they're going to be like, Órale, eh? They're going to like you more, <laughs> Lourdes chimes in and says, Hey, your daughter got her lip pierced. Were you surprised? Yes, I was surprised. Don't rub it in. Uh, it's were- funny. When I dropped off my daughter at college, okay, the last day I was there, I had to, we had dinner with one of her, uh, with her roommate and her roommate's parents. They had uh, the munchies? And we were sitting down <laughs> having dinner. And before we left, we were all clamped inside because we were going to leave our daughters alone for the first time, away all- from them. And the one thing I said to my kid was, listen, kid, no tattoos, no piercings. <laughs> and I go pick her up, and, and there she is on the last day of it. I go pick her up. She has a piercing on her lip. Does she have any eye drops? The coach, <laughs> the coach comes up to me and says, look, I did my best. And she decided to, you know, pierce her lip <laughs> last night. Anyway, hey. so that, that was a good trip. I wanted to thank all everybody who, for all the comments because I put pictures on Facebook of our road trip with my dad. Go to our Facebook wall. Actually, it's mine. Go friend me at JoseJR67 on Facebook. Go on my wall. You can check out the road trip that I took with my dad. My father and I took a bunch of rock star photographs. On the road. We actually took a picture at the corner of Winslow, Arizona. Yeah. No, dude. It was awesome. My dad is pretty rock star status, isn't he? You know did what it? my, uh, um, uh, you know what did happen? I did have something somewhat exciting that happened this weekend. Uh, we finally got approved for that house. Oh, good for you. Yeah. you hey? you, you you're renting or buying? Well, we're renting for now, okay. eh? but that's a step closer. Cause okay. Now I have... Two agents that want to sell us a house in a year because my wife and I, man, we're a rock, eh? We rocked it, eh? We're getting one extra bedroom for $500 less, eh? ¿Qué más quieres, man? Uh, uh, Yeah, that's cool. So, you know, that's that's pretty dope. And uh, my wife wanted me to say, why did you want me to say that, baby? Why? Because it's personal. Because she's all excited. Listen, Lou. Listen, Lulu. You want your husband to be on TV or on the radio. You love the fact that he's on the radio because he's on there being your, you know, superstar. Well, guess what? He has to People love him because of his personality, and you're part of his personality, Lulu. She is. You know what? We are one, eh? That's my rib, eh? (laughs) All right, Adam. (laughs) Yeah, my costilla, eh? You know? (laughs) Like, all of a sudden, I could stand up straight and say, hey, I got my chick, my rib right here. Anyway. There you go, eh? (laughs) Anyways, with all that said, it's time for the shout-outs, eh? Because, you know, Los Twins, we totally love you guys. And, you know, this goes out to everybody all over the world, but I'm in an throw some names out there i want to get a shout out oh wait the shout outs are brought to you by express cuts because you got to get your hair pimped at one time or another even i do i'll tell you some more after the shout outs but the first shout out goes to cindy l and your two little babies Gigi and robin Hey, what a awesome asada you had this weekend thanks for you know for being the brainstormer of that and shit you know um and also i um uh, I want to give a shout-out to our primo Chucho, eh? He's going to go to the hike with us this weekend, brother. I can't hear me, eh? Go ahead. Keep Turn going. me up, Holmes. Uh, uh, anyways, uh, shout-out to you. Looking forward to see, having you at the at uh, at the uh, at the hike. I also want to give a shout-out to Lore Sotavi, and Regina Falangi. You know who you are, niñas. You guys should come over and have some drinks with me and my girl sometime. She totally loves you guys. Also, I get a shout-out to Mary Powers, eh? From Black Sabbath, Hey I finally went to go see them, Jose. You gotta go see Black Sabbath. You know who they are? Of they're, course. They're an all-girl band that does covers of Black Sabbath. Dude, the the band members are from uh, 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 the previously on Betty Blowtorch, dude. Right. Man, what awesome musicians, eh? They can they can hold their own against any any guys, eh? You guys are pretty good too, Radio Soul. To <laughs> but you guys, I wouldn't arm wrestle these chicks, eh? Also, uh, a, a shout-out to Kenneth, eh, the property manager that approved us, eh? Hey, Holmes, you're Asian, eh? What's up with that name, Kenneth, eh? <laughs> <laughs> what? He, I mean, I couldn't even understand oh, it, dude, eh? that's... Don't <laughs> don't. Hey, but thank you so much, Holmes. You're such a nice guy. <laughs> Rudy Chuta Extrada, eh, Holmes? Thanks for listening. Also, a shout-out to Matthew Sidney Long, eh? That's the writer of the Two Hopeful Spinsters, eh? Write us in, Holmes. Write us in, eh? We'll be in there. I could be the Sancho on there, eh? Also, I want to give a shout-out to uh, to Luz. What's up, Pocahontas? And uh, those are your, uh, your shout-outs. You got some shout-outs? Yeah, come I want to give a shout-out to Matt and Randy um, and uh, 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 what's his name? Ray from uh, The Voice. I want to give a shout-out to Carson Daly. Uh, we'll see you on our show yeah, next week. come over here, um, Holmes. I want to give a shout-out to next Shakita. Weekend? Hey, my girl Shakita, man. She's... Mm. She's a cutie. She's about this tall, Ooh, dude. I know. I she's met, this met this her tall. too at yeah. the Don Grammy. I also want to give a shout out to uh, Jay Don TV and also Lindsay P from KC. Oh, what a hottie! I'm going to Fresno, babe. I'm going to Fresno. <laughs> That's it. Anyways, those are your shout outs, and they're brought to you by Express Cuts because you got to get your hair pimped at one time or another. So go to Express Cuts. And uh, at 10 420, Laura 20 a Road at the city of El Monte. But we say big Monte, Homes. Tell them the twins sent you. They'll give you something. I don't know, the massager earlobe or something. We'll Shit. be right back. Choo!
2: Martinez, your loca host of Maz TV, just wanted to check in with y'all and let you know to catch our show every Saturday at 8 30 a.m. on Channel Twenty, DirecTV Dish, and AT and T UVerse. Tune in.
1: Welcome back to Twin Talk. You're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose, and I'm Angel, and we're broadcasting live from Dio Luis's garage every week. Hey, how we do it? A rainer shine, eh? And now. It's time. Uh, On TwinTalkCast.com. But now it's time when you hear that guttural beat that beats you. And on Live365.com. The guttural beat that grabs you from the balls. It goes. Oh, listen to me. (laughs) (laughs) It's time. Straight out of NBC. Sitting in. For Jackie Casas with the news and dirty laundry, it's Jeff
0: Johnson. Hello, Shoot. hello. So good to be here. I love being in the garage, hanging Th- out. Thanks, I don't get man. to come here enough. You know? Yeah.
1: You know what? You're here every week though with the voiceover.
0: Yeah, I'm here in spirit. <laughs> let me That's tell what you. Counts.
1: Let me tell our listeners, hey, eh, Jeff Johnson is part of the family. I love Jeff. I love you, brother. But just know that Jeff Johnson is always prepared when there is food. He brings his empty containers.
0: I did it at Thanksgiving, and I'll do it at every other
1: holiday. (laughs) And he's welcome to. (laughs) Yes, you are, Holmes. Hey, what's going on with you? How you doing? How was your
0: week? Uh, My week has been uh, not really too eventful, just working and, uh, you know, doing news like usual. Right. You know, hanging out by the pool, stuff like that. What's the big
1: news last week here in L.A.? Not big news, right? Mm. O.J. Simpson's in Las Vegas. O.J.
0: Simpson's in Las Vegas. He's
1: out of jail? No, he's in jail trying to get out of jail. In Vegas? Yeah, he
0: was in court today. Um, hey, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Hey, <laughs> well, he, he might be staying in Vegas too. <laughs> so yeah, you know, I'm, I'm glad that the weather's cooled off. Though all these wildfires we've been having, it's been kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, you know, um, really kept us busy at the station.
1: It must be interesting for you coming out of the South because you guys deal with hurricanes and stuff right. like that, right? Right. To, to come over here, all of a sudden you think this is a land of palm trees and beaches, but we have these brush fires that you've been covering. Yeah. Well, tell me, what's your take on that?
0: Um, you know, I've never really seen anything like that before because, you know, back where I'm from in North Carolina, we don't have wildfires. We get a lot of rain and we have, you know, hurricanes and the occasional snowstorm and things like that and really bad humidity, but we don't really get wildfires. It gets really dry and I just, I don't like it. But, uh, you know, as far as covering it at the news station, I mean, it really kept us busy, Yeah, you know, especially because we had like... I don't know, like 20,000 wildfires popping off at the same time <laughs> you yeah. remember? Do you remember, do you remember the, the wildfire in our neighborhood in Bowling
1: Park? Yeah, I remember that. Dude, we live in an urban. We grew up in like, like some suburban. No, suburb, yeah. Suburban area like, like this. Houses and shit. And there was a fire like it was windy. And, uh, and uh, like this paper recycling company caught on fire. And next thing you know, for blocks and blocks, that because it was a windy day. And the blocks, the fire just started jumping from one block to the other. We were standing on our roof, watering it and shit. And then the water p- pressure was going down. They were evacuating houses. People were running out with their washing machines and shit. I'm not kidding. And the, have you ever seen a firestorm, dude? It rains fire and it does like a, like a, <laughs> like a, like a hurricane like this because it sucks all the
0: up. Uh... And hey, will you let him do the news and during laundry? Dude, got you know, one more on. thing on the fires, though. You know, the thing that amazes me is like there was a fire in Glendale last week and watching it jump over the freeway. I still don't understand how that works, how a <laughs> fire can jump over the fr- I wish I could jump like well, that. It's because it's, LA. <laughs> it's, it's
1: Mexican, eh? They jump over the, the fence también, huh? <laughs> Shoo. Welcome to L.A., my <laughs> yeah. man. So what do you got going on with the news in your laundry this week?
0: All right, well, our top story is, of course, the, uh, the big scandal going on in Washington, the trifecta, we're calling it. With, uh, Will somebody please me? Benghazi, enlighten? the AP, and the IRS. So basically with uh, with Benghazi, um, the White House released about 100 pages of emails. Um, basically, a lot of these critics out here are saying that the president and his aides uh, played politics with national security following the uh, terror attack on the U.S. diplomatic compound in Benghazi, Libya. Benghazi-gate. Benghazi-gate, as some people are calling it. So basically these emails kind of... Um, Shed light <laughs> on the back and forth between the CIA and the State Department. So these uh, emails are available to look at online. You've I'm glad at them. because this has been
1: like not the transparent uh, uh, administration that they've been saying. And the worst part about it, this this administration has been, as you will see, as he completes the trifecta, uh, Jeff does, that you will see that this this administration has been nothing but bashing the First Amendment, starting with Benghazi-gate. What did the president do? He came out and apologized to the Muslim community and asked them to please stop protesting, it, but it wasn't a protest, because we're sorry about this this crappy film that this uh, one of our American citizens did while he was practicing his First Amendment right. No president of any American c- country, American country, no president of our country should ever... <laughs> Ever have to apologize for one of our citizens uh, practicing his First Amendment rights. That is a dereliction of duty. I think that you you got your, you have it all mixed up. Your priorities are all mixed up, Jose. Didn't you just hear what Jeff Johnson said? He said that the president and his aides, and you're talking Benghazi, the president has AIDS, Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> what's all right, up, what's, eh? let's go on to the
0: next one. What's the next part of the. Okay, the next one is, uh, has to do with the uh, Associated Press. Um, Basically, the Justice Department is accused of snooping on journalists working for the Associated Press. Can you believe uh, that? And they're calling it- hey, That must it, you be know, a an, woman. <laughs> they're calling it an, an, an abuse of power. Hey,
1: Joe, all women- I'm sorry, dude. My brother's onto something. All women snoop. They do, eh? I don't care who you are. I don't care how secure you might be, how beautiful you think you are, and- They all snoop. (laughs) They snoop, don't they? Hey, Maria is jumping out of her chair right there. They all snoop. (laughs) Dude, I want you guys, listeners, to know that that even though you guys have a perfect relationship and there's never been a reason for her to not trust you, she's snooping. She's looking through your pockets. She's looking at your phone. She is snooping. I I know that. That's why I plant things in there, eh? right? Like little things like, I love my wife. So the president, so let's talk about like the Associated Press. Take her out to dinner. The administration had what? No, uh, had a subpoenaed,
0: rec- what, what phone, phone records. Yeah, they took phone records um, and some other things. Um, and basically. For months. For months. For months. And uh, <laughs> they're basically the government's being accused of uh, impeding on the First Amendment rights of the journalists that work for the agency And here I go. The first one, the president of the United States on Benghazi
1: Gate was apologizing for somebody practicing his First Amendment rights. On this one, the administration is snooping on what is the bastion? The bastion of democracy that's is— the, That's the little crab on uh, the Little Mermaid. That's <laughs> <not> Sebastian. <laughs> the bastion of democracy is the ability to speak out against our government. And what happened in the Associated Press was they were mad because somebody leaked some information— About the government. So they went and subpoenaed and started snooping on records of the Associated Press. Now, who's going to want to be a whistleblower on a tyrannical government with the press if they're going to be snooped on? Okay, bro. Now, let me tell you were you just born yesterday? (laughs) <laughs> this shit's been going on for like ever right? I know it's been going on But so, no The point is No one cares when it's Obama No one cares oh, no, when it's, it's a liberal not, president No it's not But that, if there was a that, no, no, conservative no, People would be On the streets I'm not crazy I'm not defending Obama Per se What I'm saying is it it seems like you only care no, because I, it's Obama. No, because I don't. You no. did not care when Bush no. did it. Of course I care. of course I care. I remember you cared. saying that it's going to go down in history that he was one of the greatest presidents do. in the world. I do. still invading f- the Middle I East. still agree. Dude, is, I mean, I still believe that. You're what? But, but, but I don't agree on your brainwashed by the media. No. I still believe that, but I don't agree with the Patriot Act. I don't agree with the fact that he was. I don't either. But guess what, Obama. But it's But listen, remember when? I'm not defending Obama. Remember the Patriot Act? People were protesting on. The streets and Obama last year extended the Patriot. No one says anything. Bush was uh, Bush started the drone program, which sucked. Obama extended it and triples it. No one says anything. Bush did. But all did these you things say anything? And Gitmo, he started Gitmo. Obama says he's going to close it. He did it. He extended it. No one says anything. That's my problem. What do the remnants have
0: to do with this, eh? Anyway, now to get into a little gizmo? more detail about exactly. What happened? Basically, the Justice Department secretly obtained these two months of phone records uh, of reporters and editors at the Associated Press. They could get your phone records like that? That's the problem. You
1: shouldn't. That is a a violation of our Fourth Amendment. Uh, A violation. The way they got it was hold on a second. Baby, no more sexting, okay?
0: All right? Well, the, uh, keep, keep the, the, AP's, the pictures to yourself, baby. The AP's top executive is calling this a massive and unprecedented intrusion into how news organizations I the news. agree.
1: You must agree also. I mean, think about it, uh, Jeff. You're a journalist as right. well. Think about it. If you had a. a it's intelligence. has been happening forever. That eh? doesn't mean it's Didn't right. You, yeah, I it know. It doesn't it's not, mean it's right. I, we now have a forum angel called Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. They listen to us worldwide. We should be able to utilize this forum and not say and not be and apathetic who, but, and say, but, "Oh, they've been doing it forever." But, pass me a fucking beer. You know beer. what? You know what? No bullshit. But dude. you know what? Uh, I I would care. If they, pass me a beer. I would care more if they're like snooping on me and on uh, you know. But they on Marin. Who says they're but, not? <laughs> but, yeah, but the Associated Press. I mean. the you can't really trust the press anyway. Okay, it's, here it all, it's all skewed. Okay, here it is. Okay, they're, they're all owned by, by just a few people own all the press. So it's already skewed. If they're spying on them, it's only because they're not on their side. No, here's what's going on. The, the irony here is the Associated Press has historically been pretty left-leaning and pro-Obama. But here's what's going on, Angel. If, if there's There a, you go. If there's a government... They're spying on themselves. If there's a government that is go, doing wrong... And there are people that are willing to speak up and utilize the client. What do they call that? The uh, when someone has client a, privilege. No, not, that's something else. But when a reporter or a journalist has its sources, it's protected under the law. They cannot. They cannot force NBC right. or anybody to say, "Give me your
0: sources." They cannot. So is that what they're doing? Now the interesting thing about this, though, is that they're, the government. The government so far has not said why they've sought these records. Now, um, in a previous uh, public testimony, the U.S. attorney in Washington uh, said that uh, an AP story about a foiled terror plot uh, that the uh, agency was conducting a criminal investigation to may may have something to kind of do with this. You know, so we don't know yet. The details are still coming out. The irony is that they were snooping due to the fact that something was leaked to the AP that was actually favorable to
1: the government. It was actually a favorable story toward the Obama administration. But the problem was they wanted to find out who was leaking stuff. Here's the deal. The, the, the mo- why, are, why are these three uh, stories uh, so related? Why did they give them a name like Trifecta? I gave it the name. Jeff gave it the name of Trifecta. It's, it's, three, it's three
0: things that are kind of you know, interconnected in a way. But um, to give you a little more information about this story, the story that, that there was a, apparently sought after was uh, – Details were given of a CIA operation in Yemen that uh, stopped an al-Qaeda plot during the spring of last year uh, to detonate a bomb on a plane bound for the United States. Which
1: is favorable to the, right. to the Obama administration. Oh, look, we stopped the plot. But the thing is, they're trying to find out who in the White House is whistleblowing, who's leaking. Yeah. And you know what? I, okay, <laughs> if you can't find out on your own, that's on you. You have, the, you have arguably the, the best intelligence agency in the world. You, you, the moment what happened to Benghazi eh? exactly the minute, (laughs) no, the minute, the minute you start going towards the press, which the media journalism is the bastion of freedom of speech. We're the ones supposed to keep our
0: government in check. Now, John Brennan, the CIA director, during a testimony in February, he said that he was questioned by the FBI on whether or not he was the AP source. I think that's kind of interesting as well. So, you know, we'll just have to wait and see how this all plays out. Now, the next uh, and final part of the trifecta is the IRS. Oh, man. <laughs> the mighty, mighty IRS. The mighty IRS. Ugh. Now, the president has called this uh, this thing, uh, the, you know, the conduct by the IRS inexcusable. Um, and the big news about this today <laughs> was that the acting IRS chief has resigned.
1: He's okay. Resigned. Ironically, okay, so what
0: happened? What happened? Okay. He what hasn't happen-
1: said the news. Don't don't let him. Don't interrupt him. He okay. hasn't said shit. It's fine. Go, you don't even let him talk. You don't, don't let me talk. I'll, I'll, let me, shit. Let me, this is what's going on. And the IRS. Now was, I want to hear from Jeff. The IRS. <laughs> okay. Ever since the ever since the uh, the the new the act that makes uh, uh, the IRS shouldn't be there anyways, Shit. The 50 five hundred and three point three four whatever it is. There are – what happened is there's conservative groups that were applying for 503 – Tax-exempt status. C-4 exempt status in order to, to be, you know, become – tax there's organizations that are nonprofit organizations that can, that can be tax-exempt. They have to go through a process where they file an application. Right. Well, these organizations were conservatives like Black – I mean, not Black, but the, the, the Tea Party movement and things like that. They were being intimidated and hassled for months – and they weren't given their their uh, acceptance. Uh, uh, their applications weren't accepted Why? for months. They are saying that they're being intimidated because they were asking questions like, "Oh, who did you vote oh, for? Like- who does your family vote for? Who did you donate to? Things like that." Really? Because they're conservative, and it's a big, big deal. Because one, the IRS probably the most, the strongest, most intrusive arm of the government. <clears throat> okay, um, the, the the administration is allegedly using the IRS to strong arm. And intimidate conservative groups during the campaign. It was okay. during the campaign, so um, the th- the fact that this is going on, three, to me, it's the trifecta of intrusion on your f- on your First Amendment, First Amendment rights. Okay. Okay. You have Benghazi the Benghazi gate. The, uh, Benghazi gate. The where IRS pres- gate where, and AP gate. Where the president trifecta gate. The, pres- the, pre- the president. The president
0: has <laughs> really the president has really come down on the IRS. Um, Like I said, he called their he he called their conduct inexcusable, and he says, "quote Americans are right to be angry about it, and I am angry about it." That's lip service, man. (laughs) It is. That's all lip service because all all, all the presidents they they blame blame it on two guys from
1: lip service me. They blame it on two rogue guys from the IRS in Cincinnati, which is baloney. You know, to shed us a little bit more light on that, on the phone right now, we have from the the Jesse Lee Peterson radio show, and from the leader the leader of the um, South Central. Tea Party, Mr. Jesse Lee Peterson. Jesse Lee, can you hear us?
3: I can hear you. Thanks for having me
1: on, guys. Thanks for being on the phone with us again, Mr. Peterson, of the great Jesse Lee Peterson radio show. (laughs) I've been talking about this. Uh, 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 Jeff Johnson, our news guy today, brought up the trifecta, and I'm calling it the trifecta of intrusion of our First Amendment right. With Benghazi, the president apologizing for uh, somebody practicing his First Amendment rights with some crappy film, and then with the AP obviously intruding on the journalism on journalists and their First Amendment rights, and now the IRS intimidating a uh, nonprofit organization, a conservative nonprofit organization who wants to just you know. Uh, 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 promote their First Amendment rights. What is your uh, opinion of that, uh, 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 Jesse?
3: Not surprised at all. I said back in uh, 2008, do not, H, do not vote for Barack Obama. He is a liar. He is a socialist. He is a racist. He, is, <laughs> he believes in the redistribution of wealth. This man is—I didn't call him Satan— <laughs> but he's definitely the son of Satan. <laughs> <laughs> so Jesse, and, what, uh, go ahead, go ahead, finish. And if thought. you notice, he never stopped campaigning because he—it's it, amazing how he does that too. He has most people, a lot of people, convinced that he is not the problem, but he is trying to solve the problem, and uh, and that's why he's always in front of the camera so that people will have a false sense of compassion and belief that he is trying to fix the country, which is really screwing it up. So uh,
1: what what do you have to say about his speech today, uh, her statement? Because, first of all, I was upset that he didn't take any questions, but he apologized—well, he didn't apologize, but he condemned what was going on.
3: Do you believe that? Do you believe he really— Not at all. He's going to throw someone else under the bus, just as he did with Jeremiah Wright Jr. and other people who got in his way— And look like they may destroy what he's trying to do. That wasn't a sincere apology at all. It was just another way of conning the American people.
1: Uh, Did you find it interesting, as I did, that the person that was asked to step down wasn't even, uh, it was the acting commissioner of the (laughs) IRS, who was an old uh, uh, Bush uh, attorney general?
3: Yes. No, I, I'm telling you, I, I would not surprised. he He's going to find some people to take the fall for him and, in order to distract and give this impression that he cares about what's going on and he's trying to solve the problem, so somebody's going to have to pay. It's unfortunate, but that's how this guy operates. And, you know, but I, I do have to say that the people that he's put in place in operation and in high positions – They think like him. They believe in the way that he does. And so he may not be there actually doing the dirty work himself, but he has people in places around the country who think like he does, who hate the Tea Party movement, who hate the conservatives, who really want the Democrats to take over and and, and just destroy this society. So he might as well have been there because... The, the the people who represent him think like he does.
1: Now, you're the founder of the South Central Tea Party. Uh, yes. what, was your tea party one of those that was being uh, harassed by the IRS, or do you know we, of anyone? I,
3: I, we were not. If I was, we were not aware of it. We have not so far had any complications with them. I do remember when we applied, it took a while for them to approve it, but I have not until this day had any problem with them. Thank it's, God It's because you're, you're black. I do people who have. It's because hey, you're black. Yeah. Ain't That's a,
4: right.
3: Black a, people can get away with anything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, Jesse Leah, I, I didn't know there was a tea party in South Central. Last time I partied, it was a 40-ouncer, Holmes.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, yes, there is a South Central LA Tea Party.
4: Uh-huh. And what
3: we've been doing is educating and informing and enlightening the uh, blacks and Hispanics in that area because many of them, if not most, were listening to the liberal media and the black and Latino representatives in that area who said that the Tea Party movement is, is a racist organization, it's about holding blacks down and Hispanics down, uh, many of them now are noticing that that's not true. As a matter of fact, uh, a couple months ago we had our uh, Second Amendment rally out in front of the federal building in West L.A. there, right, and we had uh, just several blacks and Hispanics and and other minority, so-called minority people, who showed up as well. Were they, so it's were they, working.
1: Were they packing?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Well, we have the right to protect ourselves from the government and to protect our families. It's just hard for me to believe that politicians are, are so riding so high on, the, on their horses that they think they can tell us what to do when it comes to protecting our families. They don't want us to do that while at the same time they're protecting themselves and their families.
1: Uh, and also, uh, but I think uh, back to the trifecta that we were talking about, yes. I'm, I'm very, very, very personally very concerned as an American that our First Amendment uh, rights yeah. are being attacked and, yeah. and to the point that our president is apologizing, like he did on September 12th uh, for a video that had nothing to do with Benghazi, apologizing right. for uh, someone exercising his first amendment right that to me is a dereliction of duty
3: that's right you know i have to tell you guys that you haven't seen anything yet you think this this news about benghazi and the irs and other things that are going on is bad and it is bad but you haven't seen anything yet before this man and his wife and his wife big mama michelle are out of the (laughs) white house (laughs) This country would have gone through stuff that we never thought that we would have to deal with. This man is wicked to the core. He's a socialist. And this is lightweight in comparison to things to come. You have my word on that.
1: Well, Reverend, thanks so much for being on uh, Twin Talk and, and doing this uh, with us today at such short notice. I appreciate it. We know you're a very busy man. Um, please let people know where they can hear your radio show.
3: They can go to Bond Action dot org, or call 1-800-411-2663, 800 411 for more information. And we're on Monday through Friday from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 to noon Eastern uh, Standard Time. Heard around the world by everybody and their mama. Hey,
1: Reverend, <laughs> when are you going to have us in there, man? I'll bring some beer, Holmes.
3: I am going to have you, too, guys. I love being on your show, and I would love to have you on mine. So we are going to have you on, that's for sure. All
1: right, I ain't going to be chai this
3: time, man. Eh? I'm going to come at you. Uh, I would love that. All right, Holmes. I, I like it when a good liberal co- uh, gives me a, a fight. I, it's a liberal, <laughs> liberals are weak, and they can't handle anything Oh, anyway. that's li- he's, he's not. Li- <laughs> he's a socialist. Oh, that's even worse. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jesse Lee Peterson, thanks so much. All right, thank you guys. Have a good evening. All right, All right. goodbye. So that Bye was ahead. it. And when we come back, we're gonna have uh, who have it? We're, we're gonna ahead. have Radio Suicide and Adrian Kuchek, spoken word artist. Radio Suicide, the cool ass rock band. We'll be right back.
0: Welcome back to
1: Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose, and I'm Angel. <laughs> you're listening to Twin Talk on TwinTalkCast.com. Uh, actually, you're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel on TwinTalkCast.com and on Live365.com. And he's Jose, and I'm yeah, I'm Jose, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Angel. Now we want to let Rex, uh, we want to let all the listeners know that you can chat us up on Facebook on Twin Talk Show and you can also um give us a call at 626 275 626 275 and now we have go ahead introduce oh dude <laughs> check this out i'm really cool i'm really excited that this band came like last minute like i sorry guys i never heard about you guys but i went to go i went to go uh, to see them at uh at uh, <coughs> El Cid Which is a really cool Like tapas patio spot. Oh I've been there It's great I love it Cool ass spot I They mean, do I, flamenco there too Yeah flamenco That's what I Oh no I said tapas Yes But <laughs> flamencos Yes. Anyways um, the uh, So I walk in And there's this chick Rocking Like really cool And, uh, and looking hot <laughs> and, and really young band That plays like They've been playing For a long time uh, Ladies and gentlemen This is Radio Suicide Yeah <clears throat> hey, so um, before you know, uh, why don't you guys introduce yourselves on the mic and tell who you are? That way, people can distinguish your voice.
5: Yeah, so I'm Marine. I'm the singer of the band.
1: I'm Nikki. I'm the drummer and probably
6: the most important person in the band. That's <laughs> 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 yeah, true. It keeps keeps him in time.
1: I'm Paul, and I play guitar. <laughs> All right, on. Huh? I'm
6: Fabrice, and I'm communist.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what's up with the mic again, dude? Turn it up. You didn't want to hear that. Hey. It's not on, dude. Turn no, it on. Turn it on. Jeff, ch- turn on that mic for me. There you go. Is it on? Who? Is it on? Just use that one. Hey, I
6: don't, hey. Know. I don't know what's hey, going hey with there. the microphone. So who are you now? So I'm Fabrice and I'm communist.
1: <laughs> 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 so we have a socialist and a communist here today. Fabrice, eh? That sounds like a car, eh? <laughs> Put some hydraulics on it, eh? Anyway, so... Uh, n- 1988 Fabrice. So Radio Supreme. Suicide, you guys are fairly new... As radio suicide. Yeah. But I'm le- I'm reading your bio and it says ex Rocket Queens.
5: Yeah, we used to be called Rocket Queens because we started the band in France five years ago.
1: Oh. Ah. And
5: um. And so that
1: that's the accent then.
5: Yeah, that's the accent. Ah, okay. Uh, and and we moved here two years ago and um so we started playing shows as Rocket Queens, mm-hmm. and a lot of promoters were like, oh no, I'm sorry, we don't book cover bands because they thought we were Guns N' Roses cover band. Oh, because of the yeah. song "Rocket Queen. Oh, that's right. That's All right. right, because we never thought about it, so we're like, "Okay, fuck it, we're gonna change the name."
1: Well, Radio Suicide's <laughs> a cool name. Cool, thank you. So, how long were you utilizing that that uh, moniker of Rocket Queens? How long were you using it for? How many uh,
5: years? Uh, four years. Yeah, almost four years.
1: Now, is that because you're you're big fans of rock, uh, of, of you're a big fans of Guns N' Roses? Yeah, or Paul, just
5: Paul picked the name uh, five years ago because he started the band. And he was like, oh, cool, you know, I'm a big fan of Guns N' Roses. I love this song. Let's be called, you know, Rocket Queens.
1: So you guys came from France together. You started,
4: oh, this is we, the it's Intact?
5: A, so Paul and I, uh-huh. we started the band in France. I mean, Paul started it. I joined it. And uh, we played in France for three years. Then we were like, fuck France, okay? So we moved out here. <laughs> and we could get
1: French fries in the U.S. Okay. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> so what did you think, Why Paul? Wait, why fuck France? I want to hear that.
5: <laughs> because music sucks over there. <laughs> hey,
1: hey, Paul, so we, we, did you audition singers, or did you just say, no, she's hot, she's, you're in?
3: <laughs> well, I, don't know if I, I, was, I was singing originally
6: in um, – As you can hear, I don't have, like, a cool voice, so Uh. I figured we needed something else. Uh Something. Something. And that's something. (laughs) I think uh, the other guitar player found her on MySpace back then. Oh, back in the days. We didn't audition or anything. It just came, and we're like, okay, you're the singer.
1: So your bio says that you guys grew up playing together? Like, does that mean that... that you've known no, each other we,
5: we. That means that we, we learned playing together because oh. when we start like the first like original people in the band. We didn't know how to play at all. Uh-huh. We just like we, we have no idea what we're doing right now. Okay,
1: so what was I? I usually, people when you, when you start a band, I, I, you you know cover songs. Like, what was the one song you guys covered when you first started jamming we, together? We
5: covered um, "Attitude," you know, this song <coughs> from the Misfits. Oh, the Misfits. Yeah, oh, we covered okay. this song. Big shoes. And uh, yeah, and uh, what else? we were covering hot stuff too from Donna Summer. It was pretty cool. Uh
1: huh. So what? And when you when you when did you guys determine what was it that clicked that you guys realized okay we're gonna keep this band together? Was it a song? Was it a a, a show? Was it somebody did something funny or stupid or just rocked out? What we did were, you? Guys,
5: we were just like I mean Paul and I we were like that's what we want to do like we want to do music you know we knew it we were like oh cool like the band is just you know. Uh, like an excuse to do it, but we wanted to do music. And so, yeah, and so when we realized, we're like, okay, Friends sucks, it's not rock and roll at all. Let's just move to L.A. And uh, we moved here two years ago. We started over, we found Nikki, and we found Fabrice.
1: What's up, Nikki? Nikki, the drummer.
6: Yes, yeah. yes, hello.
1: <laughs> you guys got here, you guys needed the most important part of the band, right? So we went on Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah. Did what did you think
1: the, the, these... French people said, "Hey, we want a, an American rocker uh, drummer." I was <laughs> like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> it, was, it was pretty
6: interesting. I honestly, I, I didn't listen to music first. I saw a picture of Marine. I was like, "Damn!" I mean, I want to be in that band.
1: <laughs> and then I played the song, and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Let's give it a did shot." Did you start in another country too, and come over? No, here? no.
4: Utah, no. it's like it's another country. Utah. <laughs> he, does, he's from he doesn't know. Anything. That doesn't count. <laughs> so what?
1: What? Um. Wh- how did you find? I'm going to ask these guys because they came from France. Is L.A. what you thought it was going to be, music-wise? No. no.
5: No? I mean, you know, we grew up, like, reading of the biography of, like, you know, rock and roll bands in the 80s on the census trip. Mm-hmm. And when we f- play our first show here, I think it was at the Viper Room right. or the Rambo. I don't remember. But anyway, we were like, man, this sucks, you know? We <laughs> are <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, it's 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 different. Yeah, of course it's different from what we thought it would be. But it's still kind of cool. I mean, it's still better than France, for Great. sure.
4: Yeah.
1: What are they playing in France? What's the music scene in France?
5: Um, they're playing a lot of electric music.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought.
5: So, uh, what is it
1: about the French that I don't like? No offense. What is it about No, it's fine. I hate French people. (laughs) I think they're jerks. I do too. There you go. (laughs) You guys are going to do great in rock and roll. (laughs) I have nothing against the French. Never been there. So let's talk about you. In fact, I think you're the first French I've ever met. eh? There you go. (laughs) (laughs) McDonald's isn't French, right? (laughs) (laughs) No, they just sell French fries. Okay. So let's. uh, we need to get to the single, but I want to talk about the music video. What a great video. How did that come together? So it seems like you guys have been together, so it's a short period of time. You come to L.A., and the background of your video is downtown LA. Talk about your video.
5: Um, Nikki,
4: go ahead. Nikki, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Nikki. Like, hey, oh, Nikki. He's the only Nikki's one who the brain English. behind the video. He's <laughs> the brain. English. That's why they won't.
6: <laughs> I don't know. We just kind of we were sitting around. We had a bunch of songs, and we finally got around to recording one of our favorite songs, which was "I Want You to Touch Me." And we're kind of just all hanging out, you know, drinking, getting drunk, you know. Trying to come up with ideas (laughs) of what we could do. And obviously, it's a party song, it's a sexy song, blah, blah, blah. So we kind of came up with the whole, you know, party in the limo, bitches, drinking, (laughs) you know, the whole little Wayne stick, you know. (laughs) And then, uh, you know, we we added some live shots on on our, uh, actually, it's our apartment building of
1: uh, LA. Yeah. What part of LA is it? I'm trying to figure it. Is
6: it Boyle Heights?
5: Hollywood. Hollywood? Yeah.
1: I thought I had it, eh? So yeah, it took us, uh, Almost a year to do
6: all that stuff, cause yeah. you know it's hard getting everyone together and how many I mean, takes?
5: We're, we're broke, so you know it's hard to find people. We don't wanna, you know, <laughs> like we work for cheap.
1: How many takes did it get to get together to kiss a chick? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no admits, no admissions. <laughs> not saying anything. Hey, uh, the, That's uh, a now takes for the for our listeners. Uh, we've posted that uh, video on our page. Go to Twin Talk Show on Facebook and scroll down there. If not, we'll we'll post it later. Eh? So let's play the track. What's it called? I want you to touch me. Okay, and this is this is it. I want you to touch me. Mm-hmm. Bye. <laughs> Radio suicide. <laughs> That's Radio Suicide with I Want You to Touch Me. You guys could check out that, uh, that video on our Facebook page. And uh, what an awesome song. It's pretty raw. It's kind of sexy, too. Because it it's yeah, a chick right? saying I want you to touch we, me. We <laughs> have, a, we
5: have a, actually, Fabrice, do you want to say the story about it? I mean, yes. oh, yeah. behind that song?
1: Turn on his mic, Jose.
6: He's stealing a microphone right on? now. Nope. And this one? Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, so actually, before I joined the band, I saw them live on stage. Oh. So I saw Maureen on stage and I uh-huh. was like, damn, she's hot. <laughs> and, and I was like, I'm going to write a song for them. And I was like, if I was in the, in the audience, what would I like to hear coming out of her? Uh-huh. Mouth? And I was like, I want you to touch me. Uh-huh. That's what I want. To hear coming
1: out of our mouth, so. smart. Hey, yeah. thanks, Holmes. That's a good one. <laughs> Thank you. Eh? So, let everyone know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just want to say really quick before we, they, they say goodbye you guys rock. Hey, eh? uh, I, I hope that you guys get a chance to check them out because they sound really tight. And uh, and uh, Marin looks really sexy. You rock it. Thank you. So, let everyone know where they can find you, where your next show is, our music, all that stuff.
5: So, um, they can f- I mean, they can go on Facebook and just radio suicide official. And uh, it's us. Um, and the next show we have, uh, we're gonna play the Make Music Festival in Pasadena, June first. Uh, June first, yeah. Uh, yes. yeah. It's gonna be pretty cool. And then we're playing in June, uh, June twenty We're playing the Bar Sinister. It's fucking cool over there too.
1: Cool. So check them out. Yeah. All right.
5: And, um, and thank you very much. I mean.
1: Thanks yeah. for coming. Yeah. Really yeah. yeah. Us. No, thank
5: you so much.
1: Come back here and play something for us. Oh yeah, we will. Please do that. Okay, right. we'll be right back. back. Radio Side. C- Say that again, louder. Radio suicide. Yeah!
2: of maz tv just wanted to check in with y'all and let you know to catch our show every saturday at 8:30 30 a.m on channel 20 direct tv dish and at&t UVerse. tune
1: in welcome back to twin talk with jose and angel i'm jose and i'm angel and yep. i'm out of breath eh shoot <laughs> <laughs> we're broadcasting live uh-huh. from Theo Luis's garage as we do every week on twintalkcast.com and you know what we want to remind everybody that you can Um, friend us on Facebook and chat us up on Facebook also give us a call at 626-275 626-275-8946 and uh, you know make any comments on the phone or on Facebook you know so anyways in the meantime oh, wait a second we're going to go to News and Dirt Laundry right now right we're going to go back to News and Dirt Laundry but in a little while we have Adrian who is a spoken word uh, artist and activist uh, you got you to gotta hear this stuff. Uh, some live stuff later on and some really good activism st- stuff. También. So stay tuned for that. In the meantime, we're going back to the news and dirty laundry. We're sitting in for Jackie Casas, the voice. Hello. The I'm back. voice of Twin Talk. I'm also, back. Also multimedia journalist producer at NBC. It's Jeff Johnson. You're back.
0: I'm back. So uh, the next story we're going to get into, this is a big one that's uh, led some newscasts this week. Angelina Jolie and her double mastectomy that <laughs> wow. she had. You know, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed in that. Let but me, I understand why she did it.
1: Somebody please school me on what a mastectomy is. It, it's I, breast I,
0: removal surgery. W-
1: when they take their breasts out, bro. She
0: took her breasts out? Both of them.
1: Wow. Well, well, she's got fake ba- boobs now, dude.
0: Now let's, let's get into why she's doing this. Oh. Now, the reason why she's doing this is because doctors told her a while back that she had an 87% risk of breast cancer and a 50% risk of ovarian cancer. Um, Yikes. So she decided that she wanted to take preventative measures and have the operation. And now that she's had the operation, um, I believe it says here. So yeah, just change the doctors, your diet, The eh? doctors told her that now her chances of developing breast cancer have dropped from eighty-seven percent to under five percent just from a, having the operation.
1: There, apparently, as you said, there's you know there's a way to find out if you got a gene that mm-hmm. makes you very that makes you very susceptible to. To that cancer and the fact that her mother died of it when she right. was in the really, 40s. what brand is it? Levi's or Guess? <laughs> but you know what? I have a problem with that. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I'm sure it's a very courageous thing for her to do. Um, and her, her
0: husband Brad Pitt's been very supportive,
1: of, of course. It's you know uh, Angelina. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I think that the breast cancer thing, um, uh, 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 there's, there's a, it's a market, dude. There's, uh, I worry. I don't want to impugn or discount the women that have gone through things like that. But, but it's, there's a market out there for it. And, and you know, the test itself costs three or $4,000 just to
0: mm-hmm. take it. Well, you know, that's obviously not a problem for her you know she's got the money to you know get the best health care available you know what um, so, but not everyone does but, but right? you know, not most ex- women do exactly don't. most women don't most women can't afford to do this and
1: let me tell you what, what people should do is 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 change their <clears throat> diet eh because you know 80% of of our health is what we eat if not well all of our health is what we eat. almost i mean there's
0: that's ex- true i don't know i don't know there. how much diet has to do with breast cancer uh, specifically though everything eh you know Shit. But you know, I'm, I'm I'm no health expert, so I'm not going to dive into that too much. But oh uh, yeah, that's the, that's the basics. <laughs> I'll dive of the, into those breasts. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a little less for Brad to dive into nowadays. But you know, so
1: but she's now she's just got so like she, I'm assuming that, she's got like silicone breasts now, right? Or does she completely take them out and she's walking around with like a, you know, I wonder if she's walking around with uh, prosthesis. You know, yeah, what I'm saying I don't like, I don't know. Like does does that make Angelina Jolie less desirable? If she's walking around with rubber breasts or if she had the typical silicone breasts, I wonder. If anybody has a comment on that, please leave it on Facebook. Is Angelina
0: Jolie less attractive? Tell us on Twin Talk. Is she
1: less attractive (laughs) because she don't have boobs now?
4: I was never a big fan of hers. Never. I
0: think think there's a lot of men out there that would probably still bang her anyway.
1: Well, a lot lot of of men like artificial breasts.
0: Yeah, I, I particularly don't. But that's because I'm from the South where women have real body parts. (laughs) So, you know.
1: And a lot of it, right? A lot of it. They know how to eat,
0: so they're not afraid. The next story, um, Uh, one that's kind of cool. There was an Australian man. He uh, he had a massive heart attack, 39 years old. And he was pronounced dead um, at the hospital. And doctors were actually able to revive him after being dead, clinically dead, for 40 minutes. They used a new CPR procedure. Uh it's a machine called Autopulse and basically what this machine does is well what it is is it, it's a cardiac support pump um and it moves more blood through the body than uh the heart would be able to How do you do that shit? It's a machine that does that? It's a machine they hooked him up to this machine and uh, they were able to get more blood moving, and they were able to revive him. Get but up. but is that machine like, like something with, with hands that pushes your chest down and breathes in your mouth? D- wow. Yeah, I, I don't really know exactly. They, they don't wow. show what the machine looks like. But the other thing that's cool about this is they also <laughs> were able to keep his vital organs alive throughout this whole process using... Um, what they call a, let me see what it's called here. I almost forgot. It's some, kind of, it's some kind of heart lung uh, machine that keeps his vital organs alive while he was clinically dead.
1: Wow, that's amazing because w- the way medicine has evolved, yeah. it's scary. Because, but I wonder because you know I believe that we're all spiritual beings. We're not just biological beings. Yeah. So what happens when the, the soul leaves the body? What if someone actually dies and the soul leaves the body? and they pump blood and all this stuff. You are
0: 26 ounces I don't know. Lighter. You know what it probably feels like you ever have those dreams when you were a kid that you were falling Yeah. and you wake up and you feel like something just you yeah. know fell into your body. Yeah. I guess maybe it feels like that. I don't know. I've I, never experienced it but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just yeah, taking right. a wild <laughs> stab in the dark that well, maybe that's what it feels like. Meanwhile you're sweating like you remember. Yeah. <laughs> you know I feel, I feel like I've had dreams where my soul's come back into my body. <laughs> I've been there man. It's scary you know? shit. But the uh, <laughs> but the US National Center for Biotech Information says that this uh, device is very promising. For uh, future care, so pretty interesting. Well, that's a good way, actually. I so, what
1: do you do? You you keep one in your trunk, or what, <laughs> next to your jumper cables? Now, the one thing Put we don't pump. know, the one
0: thing we don't know is how much <laughs> this procedure costs. There's no information available on that right now.
1: Uh, one of our listeners chimes in and says on Facebook, "And that's how zombies start. Some weird machines keep organs alive while you're dead and shit. That's the zombie creepy. apocalypse is coming. That's true, man. <laughs> that's so true. That's true, Lourdes. Anyway, no." And that's why I was bringing it up, because we're spiritual beings. What happens when your soul leaves you and they just keep you alive? Yeah. And your body actually comes back.
0: Yeah, it's weird. But you're soulless. It's weird. You know what? You, You ever seen that movie, All Dogs Go to Heaven? Yeah, it yeah. When I was a kid, it was one of my favorite movies. Charlie goes to heaven yeah. and he comes back to earth through this, you know, yeah, thing. This I don't know portal or something. I guess I don't know. Right. I'm just taking a stab in the dark. Maybe <laughs> that's kind of how it works. I don't know. I'm well, going. You... I'm going back to my childhood on. this. Hey, Holmes!
1: You're that gonna... was only a few years ago. Bro. Well, you're,
0: go- <laughs> you're going to heaven because you're my road dog. eh? Well, I, I certainly hope that I'll go to heaven. But uh, in the meantime, we got more hey, news to all do. All
1: good southern boys that love their mama go to heaven. They yeah. do.
0: All right, man. But in the meantime, while we're waiting to go to heaven, we're going to do some more news. All right. So uh, another story is um, there's getting ready to be a new school of music at USC. Oh, big deal. And uh, Dr. Dre and (laughs) big-time music producer Jimmy Iovine, who discovered Dr. Dre, have pledged $70 million to start uh, this new uh, school at USC. It's like a school of music. And – Wow, it's, I mean, USC, USC is a beast of the school anyway, yes. but to have this, you know, that's going to bring in a lot of people because there's so many people out there that are interested in music, but it's something that you can't really major in in most colleges, you know. What what, what facet of the music industry are they doing? Are they doing music? Are they doing the, the, the music industry, do you know? Um, it's more so, I guess, music and production. Wow. It's kind of what they're, what it, It's oh, here, here's, uh, they, they're going to create the degree. It's going to blend business marketing and product development. Uh, Which is pretty cool. Well, you know, if anybody knows how to market, it's Jimmy
1: Alivine. By the way, I've got his Dr. Dre Beats headphones on right now. So so does that mean you could ditch Class A? Because I'm sure he didn't go to all his classes, Holmes. <laughs> but, Iovine, think about it. It's at USC, right? It's at USC. The whole thing with the Dre Beats, by the way, the headphones, the one that I'm wearing now. I know that. Um, it, overpriced. It, it, it's all marketing because they're overpriced. They're not the best headphones. I got them because a gift. Thank you, sweetheart. My daughter gave them to me for Christmas. Uh, uh, nevertheless, the, the one best. that's going to college? No, uh, the one who made me a grandpa recently. <laughs> she gave them to me for Christmas, but they are overpriced. And and But Iovine is a smart man. He pushed him as a culture thing, like like it's part of the hip-hop culture, and that's how he yeah. marketed it. And
0: it's estimated they make hey, so a billion dollars a year. Is the,
1: what does your headphones have to do with USC having a music class? Don't, Iovine is eh, a producer of it. Iovine owns the headphones, not <clears throat> Dr. Dre. Let me tell you something. Let me dude, ask you dude, a question. Dude, this you is, ask these stupid questions um, if, if you is, listen, bro. Hey, Jose, um, this is USC, isn't it?
0: Yes. Don't
1: they have music already?
0: Well, it's not like this though. It's this not is, popular music. This that, is something you know. This is kind of really geared towards that hip hop uh, market, you know, it's which like is the, something that I don't think really exists anywhere at any college that I'm aware of. I know. I, they, I know they have. Well, now, you, you know. Um, you know what? Please don't teach that.
1: No, but you know what? I, oh, we're gonna have gangster rappers going to college. <laughs> I mean, not come this, on. Now, I mean, USC is already in the middle of South Central. U- Lake. USC is like a $60,000 a year university, man. It's in the middle sport. of South Central,
0: too. It's already in South it, Central. I Good I bet point. you people
1: who come out of town to go to college, oh, I'm going to a dorm in USC in California, <laughs> they feel all ripped off. You babe. know what? One of the interesting <laughs> things about this
0: story, too, is you know wh- whether you know this or not, but uh, Jimmy Iovine and Dr. Drake, neither one of them went to college. Yeah, that's, that's my point. So, ain't? you know, this is interesting that they're going about, you know, starting this school in USC. I think, personally, it's a great thing. But you know what? Here's the deal. All they a need a lot of money to be Made in All schools, they need eh?
1: to do is to pump the money in. It's seventy million dollars. Uh, it's it's fantastic. It's a lot of money, uh, but it's also a good write-off if you think about yeah. it. But I wonder how much, if it's going to be sustained. I mean, do they put seventy million dollars to 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 launch it, and then it's going to sustain itself, or is it supposed to be? You know how long is it going to go? Although seventy million dollars is a lot of freaking money. Yeah, you
0: know, seventy million dollars. It, it actually it, it is a lot of money. Um, as far as university uh, gifts go, it's actually a little on the modest side. Really? Uh, yeah, according to what I'm reading, but. Uh, but, yeah, this is kind of going to start the program. And they still
3: charge
1: that much money for tuition yeah. if they're getting that much money yeah. in donations? $70 million to get a class, and they're going to charge you, you know, uh, $20,000 a credit for that yeah. class after I, they just took $70 million yeah. donation. What does um, Dr. Dre
0: have to get out of it? A tax, a break? tax
1: write-off. Hell yeah, seventy million. Well, you know, tax it's a,
0: it's a tax write-off, but it's also something else to put his name on, something else to build his brand. His brand. You know, his brand is huge, huge. and it's still getting bigger. You know, so this is one of those things. It's kind of like you know what Jay Z does. Jay Z doesn't need any more money, but he's still doing things that are mm. building his brand. Dude, I wish my know? band would get uh, Will, Smith Will Smith and the Smith
1: Will Smith and his family, the yeah. dynasty of film. Now, I mean, the film dynasty they've yeah. got for all those people saying that the African Americans the blacks are not making it in the U.S. They're making it. Oh, no, they're making it. Making Nobody's it. saying that anymore. Uh, President's President's Black. Black. Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Blige went to France and said that. <laughs> oh, you people are still saying it. People are still saying it. Everyone's still... They Mexicans no are still saying black Minorities now. still cry foul. They still cry foul. Whether they're black or they're Mexican, they're still crying foul in this country. You well, know? There's we're, a lot to cry foul in this country about. Yeah, but you know what? We have progressed. We are no longer... <laughs> there's more to go. Actually... There's a lot more to go. We're, we're actually but, digressing but, we are, but, in a lot of ways because now we're... Um, the, with the, uh, It's the white people that are now, discriminated no, wait against. A second. I'm not, what I'm talking about is that we are, you, you know, uh, civil rights is, is becoming available to all everybody. You know, racism, it may still be there. It's not as, as prevalent as You're it was. You're never going to get rid of it. But the oppression is still there on us all. And it's becoming even more oppressive on everybody. It's, it's more of a class thing, not a color thing. No, I agree with that. So, like, lay off the, the the racism tip, folks. Let's unite and uh, and stand up against our tyrannical government.
0: All right, <laughs> let's jump off the soapbox now and back into news. <laughs> um, one of the one of the more interesting stories of the day, I think, is um, there's a lot of love on Twitter and Facebook right now uh-huh. for uh, the uh, suspected. Uh, Boston bomber uh, Joe Karsanyev, who is still waiting to learn his fate and how his life's going to turn out. What's his name? Joe Karsanyev. I believe that's how you pronounce. Karsanyev. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Some Russian. So yeah. So anyway, um, a lot of young teen girls are confessing their love for him on Twitter,
7: <laughs> and
0: you know, from you know, from what I've you know, from what I've researched. Um, oh my gosh, the guy was the, the guy was a, a pretty yeah. big partier in college. And he had a lot of friends, and he was very personal, you know he's very social guy, and a lot of girls apparently found him attractive. and uh, he's not real. The funny thing the funny thing is I'm going to read you some of these tweets uh, that some of these girls are saying. Here's one uh, getting one of Johar's tweets tattooed on me tomorrow, I guess you could say I'm a free Johar supporter.: Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's whack. Yeah, and here's another one. (laughs) Here's another one that's even worse. I know I didn't know Johar, and I shouldn't be saying this, but I miss him. Is that weird? Don't think I'm weird. I just miss him. That's the girl who cried about cats on YouTube.
2: I love cats. I love cats. The thing about
0: about some of these teenage girls is, you know, they're quite dumb. Very (laughs) dumb. They're quite dumb. You know, their brains haven't fully developed yet. You know what is it that about? doesn't teenage- give them a pass. But, but what
1: is it about teenage girls? And I wish there was a girl here to tell us this. Television. What is it about Television. teenage girls that they just fall head over heels over some image? Of and you a know boy? what? It's not
0: the first time. There are a lot of people that have you know that you know people that have done things, killed people, and have gotten a lot of love on t- or, you know on uh, you know from social media. But the thing is, is I think I think a lot of a lot of young girls really go for that bad boy image. And the fact that this guy, you know, Can laid a bag down and killed people—I mean, that's beyond bad boy. That's attractive, <laughs> but but you know, that's attractive some attractive to some girls. Yeah, you know, I I don't, I don't get it, but it's it's happening. I, I don't think don't he's it. real, honestly. I don't think I think the
1: uh, the the Boston bombing may have been real, uh, partly staged. You think he's a patsy? I, um, yeah. You think Adam Lanza's well, well, a it's patsy? A guy. you think Adam Lanza's a patsy? Who's Adam Lanza? And Holmes Lanza's the one who did uh, uh, Sandy Hook. And uh, Holmes, yes, I, Holmes. I, I, I don't. I, I, I think Sandy Hook was a, was a, a, a phony as well. You think uh, Aurora, totally the Aurora, Colorado shooting was also a phony? I don't know. I wasn't watching TV that day. Okay, <laughs> I, I normally don't watch I, television because you know what? It does. It, uh, uh, you can't tell what's real and what's not on television. Most of the stuff on t- television is not real, and and it uh, it's the most effective uh, mass manipulator there is out there. Uh, and uh, that's why I don't watch it And I pretty much get my news on Twin Talk With Jose and Angel <laughs> Honestly <laughs> do news and Usually laundry. I'm sitting here What, oh, what, oh, when And it's <laughs> something that's been happening for a couple of weeks eh? But you know what eh? I'm, I'm conscious, i like, what's, what's 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 trifecta <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing about, you know, television is all about those catchy phrases and all that kind of stuff, and that's what perpetuates the problems that we do have. No, what no. we have out there, people you are know thinking, what perpetua- what You know what, what perpetuates the problems? Um, ignorance. The ex- fact that people— Oh, and the, the biggest that- catalyst the of ignorance pe- is television. No, no. Pe- that, no that's you, the you're biggest— saying, You're saying—want to know what's ignorance, Angel? When someone says to you, this is going on in our government right now. There's tyranny. There's a— uh, 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 in- Uh, a violation of our first amendment rights and you say Jose that's been happening forever move on to the next subject that's ignorance. No, because that's saying, oh, well, it no, happens anyways. I'll tell you what ignorance, ignorance is. I, I tell you what ignorance is. Ignorance is when it matters to you, when the guy at, at It's always Hold on a second. Hold it's on. always. I will vehemently. It only matters to you when the guy at, uh, 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 at the Oval Office is not your guy. Because no. these kind of things, Jose, be quiet. These kind of things all <laughs> of a sudden are an issue for you when they weren't. They, when Bush always, was there. The difference and, t- and that's the thing about television and all the news there. It's all skewed, for one. And it's all fabricated. I think for myself. For a way, at least for a way to I manipulate the think masses. For myself. Now tell me, how is it that when I go vote, when I used to vote, no. and I come back from voting, and the polls are still open and they're still claiming victory? Television. Okay so popular both so what so that's what? just that's to the ultimate uh, let me go back to, to what you're, let me go back and to let me your tell thing. you another thing i i will I'll continue i will vehemently deny that the difference now is that i have a forum before i didn't have facebook and twitter to chat i didn't have a radio show with you to chat about it i had my opinions okay and sure, I had a problem with Jose. You always, always came up with your opinions at the family party. Yeah, right? but you know what? Because I, I mean, there you, was, had a, you monopolized all the conversations, I, and like, who got Jose started, Mom? As you know what? Oh, you, I don't know me. You always <laughs> de- detract. You distract from the when I'm, from my point. The point is the difference is now we have a, a forum, and I'm utilizing it. And you know what? I will, I yeah, will, but, I will tell you right now. I don't care who, which party, a president's going to be on in the future. I don't care. I will just as vehemently. Criticize the administration if they do shit, because our administ- our government is going to shit right now, dude. It's well, going let to me shit. tell you, okay, the, uh, okay, well, I agree with you. The government so lay off of that because that doesn't help what's going on now. That doesn't help what's going on now. Whenever what pisses me off is when I go on Facebook and I post something and people say, "Well, Bush did it." Well, so and so did it. You got to lay off of Fox News, hey folks. I want to tell you all. I don't even have cable in my t- in my house. Okay? You so don't I, need it. You're in the news van all day, I don't dude. watch Fox Watching News. All the, you got all those, camera, I, all those monitors I am not, in there. Dude, oh. I don't watch Fox News uh, like everyone accuses you, me. You write it. <laughs> I do not watch Fox News like everyone accuses me because I don't even have cable. So lay off of that. The people that are accusing me of that have no better argument than to say, oh, lay off of that. No, okay. give me a better argument, folks. I, I challenge you. I'm pissed off at everybody. I'm pissed off, shit. I challenge you. I challenge you when I post something on Facebook to come back with a better argument than Bush did it or lay off the Kool-Aid drinking Fox News brainwash crap. I do my own thinking, See, folks. that's the thing, Jose. I challenge you. See, that's the thing, Jose. That's, I challenge you. That's exactly the, the thing, is, Jose, is that there's too much argument. No, there's not enough. Jose, be quiet. There's too much argument. There's always a good argument on both sides. People think that by having a healthy debate, we're getting somewhere when we're not. Then shut up. Then shut up. You're debating right now. Shut up. We're not getting anywhere. Because we're both bringing our shit to to the table. You're debating. Shut up. uh, You're debating, though. You're contradicting yourself. You're contradicting yourself. Hold on a (laughs) second. You're debating right now. You're totally contradicting yourself. Jose, Jose, (laughs) shut the fuck up. You're contradicting yourself. Jose, you you monopolize your conversation on the show, and every time I want to make a point, you don't make, let me finish. But you're debating. You're saying that we shouldn't debate, but you're debating. You know what I'm doing? I'm not trying to debate you. What I'm trying to do is enlighten because you know what? Because all you bring to the table, Jose, let me tell you, all you bring to the table is one side of the two sides you hear in all the media. Okay, and, and, and someone has to bring balance, okay. and that's who I am. The media sucks, okay? You're balanced. Don't get your news on TV, okay? Don't get your news on AM radio, okay? And I'm just telling people, okay? And that's, what, that's the only reason. Okay, you know, where I, do you get your I, news? I, you I, just said it. You get it from Twin Talk. You don't do anything else Jose, other than two hours a week you get your news.
4: Two hours a week you get your news. I came on. Jose, I came on How is that
1: better? When not, you that, asked not, to, me, not to say that Twin Talk sucks, but two hours a week you get your news? Is that what you're telling me? Jose... No, what'm I'm, what I'm saying right now is, is the, let me tell everybody. go ahead. The only reason I came on this show when you asked me, "Hey, let's do this show, okay?" Is because I couldn't let you go on there by uh, by yourself. Because I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why, Jose. Because you are so media. No, dude. And I swear to you, the TV sucks and the radio sucks. There's too much of the same shit. It's two sides of the coin. It's all the same shit. Somebody had to come up there and enlighten me. I will say this. You spend more time in front of the television than I do. A lot more time. A lot more time than I do. That's bullshit. Every time I call you on a weekend, I'm watching TV, dude. I'm watching TV, dude. No, no, I never say that. I watch Netflix. There's a big difference. Okay. On Netflix. Okay. Then fine. I never turn. Fine. Turned. In, fine. Fact, in but, fact, but, two, I hours, didn't have even but cable. two hours a week, you get your news, and you're saying that you're more, you're enlightening me. Dude, and I, I, that's what you're telling me. I can't believe you're saying that. You're, why, how how is it, Jose, that you would think that getting the news makes you smart? That's not what I'm saying. That's what you're but you, No, you just said that's you're enlightening exactly me. What you, said. you just said you're enlightening me. I am
4: enlightening
1: you. I, we're talking there's, about there's news? life outside of fucking television, you know media, news. First, you know what? Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Our government is going to hell in a handbasket, and is. we need to do something about but it. You're not and gonna... this posture that uh, you know, debate's got to stop, and uh, you know, no, that's that. If we don't talk or bring it up, if we don't talk about it in venues like Facebook and on Twin Talk and all that stuff, you know. <laughs> 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 Uh, uh, you know then no one's going to do it you want to know why angel because of the two words the fairness doctrine you know what the fairness doctrine is i know what it is what is it dude the fairness doctrine is that the the liberal uh, government is trying to silence conservative talk because they say there's not there's too much of it and you know what that just means that they don't want people to talk and criticize and we need to angel we were taught that democracy we're able we are able to criticize our government and what happened this week uh, the trifecta dude the Associated Press came out saying that they're being snooped on. The uh, the, the the what was the other one? The IRS. Come on in, Bubba. It came out that the IRS, the IRS is intimidating conservative talkers. And Benghazi Gate was all about apologizing for conservatives or for freedom of speech. That's bull crap. We need to be louder. And if you don't like it, get another yes, radio show. Yes, we do need to be louder, Jose. <laughs> we do need to be louder. But we wait a second, Jose. Shut up. We need to be louder, Jose, but we need to change our dialogue. The dialogue that, that, that you bring to the table is the same shit okay, as here it is. at every radio show and every television show. Everyone's talking the same shit. We need to change our dialogue drastically, uh, dramatically, and radically. Okay, here it None is. of this. Less politicized, right conservative. My Here's my dialogue There you go. Hey, hey, the government's screwing us over, everyone. Um, but hey, just kick back and eat organic food and hug a tree. That is ignorance, right there, Jose. Okay? <laughs> the, what you're doing right now, Jose, that is ignorance. Because yeah, so that's that's, ex- <laughs> that's exactly what I'm talking about. Is that that's the kind of dialogue that is not okay? Happening. Enlighten the me. Kind of, uh, the, enlighten th- me with a dialogue. Eternal, Go ahead. eternal truth. No, Say, no. Hold no. on a second. Shut no, we should talk about Jose. a topic. About a topic. No, let's no, bring we, up Benghazi. No, Go ahead. No, no we're it. talking about a dialogue about Benghazi. Go ahead. Benghazi is okay. none of my business. Okay, now di- okay, that's your dialogue. Uh, dialogue on the Associated Press coming out saying that they're being snooped on by the government. I don't subscribe. Okay, dialogue on the IRS strong-arming conservatives. I still owe them money. What kind of dialogue is this? Jose, I... Jose, I, 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 I enter- that is no Jose, dialogue. I entertained you. Now listen to me. I want to hear your dialogue. No, I've got, uh, the, the dialogue that needs to happen needs to be outside of the same... Uh, A a spectrum that it's in now, right now, which is leftist, rightist, (laughs) conservative, liberal, liberal. Uh, whatever Take you wanna, a drink, bro. Take a drink. Whatever you want to say. Bubba, we, sit down, man. We need to measure our thoughts and our actions based on eternal truths, the ones that eternal truths that are beyond money. Explain. Explain. Beyond politics. You keep saying, you keep talking about eternal truths and simple. all this esoteric, but talk to me about practical terms. How are you going to, how is what your eternal truths esoteric speak going to keep a uh, government from becoming tyrannical and continuing on this uh, infringement of First Amendment speech. How is that going to do it? My, Explain. It. My eternal truth is is telling me not to argue with you,
4: okay. But you're arguing,
1: and not to argue with. But you, you're not arguing, to, not to partake in that dialogue, and then and then vote those fuckers out. Even if if that would work, if that would work, okay. The thing about it is that when we engage in that dialogue, we start to. Th- our psyche starts to think the same way. Okay, your number one fan just chimed in. She says, Occupy, Hernandez, Jose Hernandez. When the people were doing something, you criticize them. So what do you think we need to do? Talk and have arguments? Come on, we need a revolution, and it started with Occupy. It does. Listen, do it. here's what I do. Here's what I do. I don't, I'm here to tell you, I don't go on the streets and demonstrate. That's not my character. That's your character. I don't carry pickets. That's not my character. Okay, I don't go out and throw Molotov cocktails. That's not my character. To each his own. You know what I do? I bring it up on this microphone. I bring it up on on, on Facebook because I, that's how it. You know what? That's how it all started. You want to know how journalism got started? There were printing presses in basements against the king and the hierarchy that was doing that was that was uh, um, oppressing its people. And they were talking. That's how they were doing. That's what I'm doing hey, Jose, now. And if you don't uh-huh. like it, get another radio hey, show. And i will say, "Good for you." So you bring up a good argument. Woohoo! Uh, just another argument to add to the table. It's not an argument. We d- yes, it is an argument. It's indeed. a. It's a. Listen, folks. This is what's going on. Oh, oh, our
0: Our neighbor Bubba is tripping over your bike over there.
1: <laughs> anyway, so that's it. We got to go on. What's Man, the last-
0: your news and dirty. No, I, I got one more quick story. Um, one that I really like. One that I just added. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know uh earlier wait, wait, before i'm gonna interrupt you you
1: held up a, a sign that you
0: had drew while yeah. we were arguing what is it twin talk ratings with two arrows pointing up <laughs> our ratings just went up when according they, to- they were doing the uh the arguing and the soapbox and all that stuff i love the soapbox <laughs> now uh you know earlier we talked about the man in australia that was revived with the new cpr uh procedure well this story uh is even weirder than that um a man in Zimbabwe woke up at his own funeral. <laughs> woke up at his own funeral. Uh, the people, you know, his friends and family, all the mourners were at the funeral, and they were preparing to, you know, give their final respects, pay their final respects. And this guy just wakes up. He just pops his head up out of the coffin, and <laughs> and he started pointing. You owe me money. You screwed my wife. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, I mean, it just scared the hell out everybody. They said uh, first, it kind he kind of moved his body a little bit and then he kind of just woke up and everybody was like oh you're 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 not really dead oh shit you know? <laughs> and the guy the guy apparently was pretty young he was only 34 years old uh when he was ap- uh apparently dead um would he have a real hangover or something i don't know what happened um but yeah he wasn't he wasn't dead for long so <laughs> i don't know i don't know what uh resurrected him but uh he was actually on uh life support for a couple of days um and his body was set to be transported to a funeral parlor, parlor later that day. What would be
1: the first thing you say, Angel, if, if, if you were if you woke up in your funeral? I got to pee.
0: <laughs> How about you? What do you think would be your first thing you said, Jeff? Uh I don't know. I think I'd be speechless. <laughs> I
4: don't
1: know what I'd say. I don't care I don't what you I say, Jose. I, 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 I don't even know what I'd say. I know. Anyway, is that it anymore? (laughs) That's it. All right. ladies. That is it for today. Ladies and gentlemen, with the news and dirty laundry, sitting in for Jackie Casas and doing it so well, out of NBC, uh, producer and multimedia journalist Jeff Johnson. I do what I can. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks for doing it, man. We'll be right back with who we're coming back with. Who's our guest? Adrian, the uh, activist and uh, spoken word artist, 17 years old. Nice. We'll be right back. Shoo. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we broadcast live every week from Theo Luis's Garage on twintalkcast.com. And also on the largest internet radio network in the world, that's Live 365. Just look for Twin Talk Cast Radio. Y yeah, estamos. Uh, I want to let everyone know, remind everyone that all our shows are, are archived for podcasts on our website. Uh, you can uh, download them for your listening pleasure or you can subscribe. You know. uh, In a little while, we're going to have the spoken word artist and uh, activist Adrian Kruchek. But what I really wanted to say really quick, um, uh, I think um, uh, Rios Montt, former president of Guatemala, uh, uh, was convicted for crimes against humanity, uh, I believe, Friday and uh those crimes in uh, in the mid 1980s or in the early 80s there was um he was a general or something like that where um uh him and uh, uh and and the, form- the 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 current president as well was uh, in the military killed or had their men kill uh tens of thousands indigenous in the highlands of Guatemala now this is uh this is an unprecedented uh, uh um conviction um, that was uh, the. It was actually br- the brought on by a uh, um, Nobel Peace, Peace Prize uh, winner, Rigoberto, Rigoberta, I forgot her last name. Uh, she's an, also an indigenous, and I think that this is a really, really good news. Hopefully, that this is a trend that continues, because um, these kinds of crimes are happening all the time, and in particular in the '80s. OK, uh, there there was a lot of uh, coups, military coups. Uh, uh, there was a lot of disappearances and people being killed. And I do want to say on the air here um, that a lot of these liter- leaders were uh, schooled in the School of the Americas, which is a military school here in the U.S. And I think that we should go after them next. Um, I want to read something from Lulu on uh, <clears throat> Facebook. She says, uh, Jose would say is Bush in our history books as our hero yet? And then she says, ha, 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 ha. You know what, uh, Lourdes? No. And I would venture to say that he probably will never be – uh, because not because let me let me finish. no Charlie man I just talked about something really important and you have to defend yourself on something else off topic no did you just did you just reading, hear me I I'm, I'm reading Angel I'm reading uh, our listeners Oh, yeah because you wanted to defend yourself what's wrong with the, that this is a this talk is, show it's I old news it. well no wait, wait a, a, a minute I, to- I just our, brought something up and you why and is, you, is that pissing you off because it's fucking important Jose because nobody <laughs> talks about it. But okay good I'm glad you did you but know, I, we no, but, read don't we read our listeners the, comments on the air I just yes, said we it do. please go on the air and leave your comments Yes you why can't yes, you, I respond to it? It's my, it's our radio show. Why, I respond. Why can't to it? you respond to something as important as this? Because I know nothing about it, Angel. I know nothing about it. Why should I well, respond to it? Well, I just enlightened you. I'm I don't sorry. know nothing about what happened here I don't, I don't here have either. an opinion. I, have something to say. I don't have an opinion on that. I don't have an opinion on, on everything that you of say. Of course you don't because it matters. Those are the things that matter. You know what? Those are the things that aren't being covered I, in the media. I, I'll tell you what's going on. The reason why I don't think George W. Bush is going to be uh, – uh, Treat it fairly <laughs> still, in textbooks. you are still talking about it's Bush. because I'm responding. Don't we tell? Don't we, oh, Angel? We always respond to our, Let's get to uh, our guests. Jose. We always listen to Let's our. Let's get response. to our. Let guests. me finish. We always respond to our guests. We always do. If you if you don't like Jose, the, if you don't like Bush being brought up, Jose, then tell your our listeners not to bring up Bush, Jose. But I'm responding. You want to know why I don't think uh, Bush will will be reflected fairly on the textbooks? Because textbooks are written by professors and the. Uh, uh predominantly professors are all liberal. That's why I don't think you'll be fairly uh uh, you know uh what, in. Jose, you know what I say? Fuck Bush. Fine. Okay? Fine, go ahead. Good for you. Fuck Bush. Fuck the indigenous people. How do you like that? I'm saying <laughs> it. Hey, all you indigenous people, fuck you, man. <laughs> Charlie, man. You better watch out, eh? They just convicted real's mom, eh? You know what? In the in, in the end of days? In the end of days, it's the indigenous people who are going to survive, and, and we're going to be. I'm indigenous to Burbank, eh? <laughs> All right, eh? Uh, so, anyhow, that was it there. Uh, uh, next, are we going to get on our next guest before you go on the next? Fuck the indigenous people. <laughs> One of my best friends was a Navajo, okay, sh- dude. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Fuck you, Tim. Shut up, Jose. <laughs> Anyway, anyways, uh, Tim's a liar, dude. Hey, Jose, be quiet. I love you, Tim. I'm um, just kidding. <laughs> Where did my deal call him? El Feo. El Feo. Right? <laughs> I still love the guy. Hey, hey I, I, just the say, guy. I just want to say, I just want to say, okay, our next guest. I'm really, I'm really excited that you're here. Okay, uh, um, I, I got a glimpse of of uh, Adrian here. Uh, Adrian, the, our next guest was actually featured uh, 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 on a uh, short documentary uh, called Trans Asterix formation at the los angeles student film media awards uh, uh no student something like that and uh and that's when i first saw uh adrian i thought that um uh the the content of the of of the uh, keep talking <laughs> the content of the uh, of the bubba just walked in with a with a manifesto but go ahead <laughs> go ahead Go ahead, bro. This is the next show. No, 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 is the next. Show. Go this ahead. This is the next show. Put that shit away. I'm, go ahead. I'm we, just... we have a guest here. I and we know. need to be polite to our guests. I'm sorry, dude. It's Just that Bubba walked in with a manifesto. Thank you, Bubba, but you're too late. <laughs> I'm sorry. I invited you on the show <laughs> and you declined. Okay, this is the, next show. the next show, brother. Go ahead, bro. I'm sorry. I got to <laughs> describe what's going on in this this garage. Anyways, um, uh, I saw a great talent in in uh, in uh, Adrian's. Uh, uh, art and spoken word and the and the content of this uh, ne- uh, documentary was pretty awesome. Uh, Adrian is a spoken word audri- uh, artist, uh, part of a uh, uh, organization called uh, Get Lit Words Ignite. Uh, she'll, uh, he'll tell us more about it. Also uh, activist uh, uh, for the uh, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transsexual, uh, transgender, communi- transgender. Yeah. B- uh, thank you, uh, community, and uh, and been featured in uh, uh, other uh, documentary shorts. Um, Seventeen-year-old uh, and a very talented and bright uh, person. Uh, please welcome Adrian <laughs> Kluczek.
7: Thanks, guys.
1: Thanks for being patient and sitting in the garage and yeah, making your way through Dealer's <laughs> garage and enduring Angel's anger. Y'all are crazy. <laughs> it's
7: a great Wednesday night instead of doing homework,
1: right? Uh, I know. We're keeping you from your homework. Huh? What's up? <laughs> hey, dude. Hey, but hey, uh, 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 the schools are just a big liberal brainwashing institution anyway. Um, well, let me see. You know, um, uh, uh, talk about the Get Lit work. Words Ignite uh, uh thing that you're involved in
7: all right so get lit um is a nonprofit organization mm-hmm. and uh, our mission is basically increasing teen literacy through classical and spoken word poetry mm-hmm. um los angeles is known to i think have the first or second highest literacy rate and i want to say the nation but i could be mistaken it could be the state but regardless that's that's bad
1: that's pretty bad yeah and uh i'd say chicago's probably number one <laughs> and 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 what and what do you guys do how do you uh promote literacy in there
7: all right so get lit has uh several different aspects to it one thing that we do is we have get lit players so in september uh every year we we host auditions for anybody who wants to be a part of get lit so you come and you um you you can't you you know, you have to write a piece, memorize it and perform it and then it's we sorta of have a poetry slam just to see who gets in Mm -hmm. and then if you get in we have rehearsal from about for about four to six hours every saturday um we you know end up performing uh we have like different venues throughout the year we hold fundraisers one of the things we do throughout the school year is we have a blitz now get lit our office is located in west hollywood on fairfax and beverly but we have people from all over alhambra pasadena we've had people from encino Um, diamond bar so we all kind of come together
1: David Romero from Diving Bar, um, he was on our show too. There so you know.
7: that, that's really cool. Hey, how, so, so
1: if you got dreads and you're 45 years old, can you join? Tonight? Hell yeah, Maybe? man! I'm trying to get some locks. Yeah. I appreciate your locks, yeah.
7: <laughs> so, what? Uh, how
1: is it that you? Uh, this is predominantly a uh, for for youth. Yeah, it's for people of 13
7: uh, to 19. How do you get these kids out of their shell? Because so, I know at that
1: young age, yeah. it's so hard. People are so self conscious. Yeah. How do you get them out of their shell? Well,
7: so one of the things we do is we do the Blitz, which is for about two two and a half months. And and if you are a get lib player you go to different high schools it's kind of like we go on tour throughout the school year and perform for different high schools around LA county um, and some oh, that's of these cool. kids yeah some of these kids have never heard um, of what spoken word is or poetry you know like they've read poetry in class and fallen asleep because it's so damn right. boring right. but what we do is try to you know teach kids that poetry is not boring it's not dead and it can actually Help you with yeah. a shit ton of oh, I think issues. What it I does. like
4: about
1: slam poetry is that, and and you just regardless of whether you agree with the po- poet or not, yeah. because everyone's got their own background, everyone has something to say, uh, and, and everyone, and that's what would that would I think what people the kids relate to.
7: Yeah, and that and that goes into another thing we do. So you know you could be a get lit player uh, and not. You know, you know, just coming on your own time and do your thing, basically. Um, for kids who aren't Get Lit players, we have free workshops every Saturday at the office to improve your writing or get into writing. And also, Get Lit has a 12-week curriculum for, for schools, for high schools. Wow. Um, and it's it basically, you know, it teaches classical poetry and it teaches spoken word pieces. And so at the end of the year, we have... Um, an annual classic slam which happened April twenty seventh, I wanna say. This year was held at the Orpheum. Last year was at the Wiltern. It was it was pretty rad. So these these schools, I want to say twenty two schools all over Los Angeles County come together and they compete. And that's they, awesome. They they perform a classic piece and then they, they have the response piece memorized and they perform that afterwards and they're also judged based okay. upon
1: Explain what these each of these are.
7: Okay. Well a classic piece is taking um any work or literature from a classic poet. And classic doesn't mean you have to be dead. It just means that it has to be good. You know, there are right. still uh, poets living today who are considered classic poets. Sure. Um, Maya Angelou is definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you read these pieces and you write about them. Even if you agree with everything they're saying, if you even if you hate the, the piece, you can't stand it, you know, you end up writing something about it. Or even if you find a word in the poem or you like the title or you don't like the title, mm-hmm. write about it.
1: That's awesome. I, I've heard a lot of slam poets in, in my field. I've gone on to shoot stuff. And, lo- and a lot of them, tend, and politically speaking, are very left-leaning and very, uh, you know, what have you. But that doesn't matter to me. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty conservative. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, the conviction is what gets me. Mm-hmm. They believe what they say. They, 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 they almost make you want to like, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm with you, man. Yeah. And I think that's awesome. <laughs> How do you get these kids to really – I'm sure am
7: I, like, the first time they come out, they're not really like – They maybe maybe they come out and just start wailing. I mean, I mean, some kids, you know, I mean, even when they when they first hear about poetry, some of them are like, "Cool, yeah, I like poetry." Some people are like, "I I could give a shit about poetry." I don't Uh don't, like fuck that, like school, Uh whatever. But then you know, we come, they they check out our curriculum and they realize how impactful poetry is, classical or not classical, spoken word, freestyle, whatever. Uh And I mean, if you think about it. I mean, there there are plenty of people out there who don't like it, but they don't know about it. Sure, you know. And once you hear something, whether you agree with it or you don't, you feel something with it. It could be about something you have no fucking idea about. Right. You listen to it and you feel something, and it sparks something in you. And later, it sparks your interest. You look into it, and you just kind of. I take think it from it's there. awesome
1: because kids don't, a lot of times they're looking for stuff. Um. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I'd like to talk about the uh, the documentary, the uh, uh, Trans Asterisk Formation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it uh, was, which was uh, one best uh, documentary at the Los Angeles Student Film Festival, uh, and directed by Ruhi B- by Bala. Bala, yeah, Ruhi Bala. Bala, and and and, and um, I thought it was a great piece. Uh, uh, it was my vote for that category. Oh, cool, dude! It totally was, and uh, and and you made me think about it right now when you're talking about how um, uh, spoken word and poetry can help people, mm-hmm. um, and that's what I got from from this trans Formation.
7: Mm-hmm.
1: Why that title?
7: All right. So I am transgender, which means I'm male, but mm-hmm. I was born female. So for people who don't know what transgender means, it means that your biological sex, the genitalia you had at birth and how they assigned you is different from your gender identity. Uh-huh. Gender identity comes from your brain. That's how you perceive yourself. That's how you identify. And biological sex is, you know, the genitalia you were born with. Mm-hmm. So I was born female, but I am male. Okay. Um, I came out about two years ago. Um, I started hormones, uh, eight months ago, which, uh-huh. you know, I'm on testosterone now. And that means that I'm basically going through another puberty, but the puberty that was meant for me, Okay. you know, okay. um,
1: hence the pimples. Yeah. Hence the <laughs> fucking acne, dude. <laughs> my face looks like a giant tomato. Um, hence the
7: facial hair. Don't forget that. All oh, you know? right, right. Come on. on. <laughs> All right. Um, I noticed it. <laughs> yeah, uh, and so in, the, so in the LGBTQ community, which is the lesbian, gay, bisexual, uh-huh. transgender, queer community, um, under the, the transgender portion of it, there is so there's a word. It's trans asterisk, and that is technically an umbrella term for anybody who's gender nonconforming who is anybody who does not identify with the biological sex that they were given at birth. Okay. So, for example, you two are cisgendered because you were born male and you identify as male. Okay. I'm transgender because I was not born male, but I identify as male.
1: Thank you for schooling me.
7: I got you, bro. Yeah, totally. It's what I do. Dude. I talk <laughs> totally. to like people, you know, you know, adults who have no idea, and I end up, you know, telling the whole room. <laughs> Before
1: you continue, I, I do, uh, and we'll post that video if that's okay with yeah, you later totally. on on yeah. our Facebook. Uh, it's a great documentary, cool. and I and and like I said, you just schooled me. Uh, the whole documentary, uh, which is not very long, um, but it, it was, it was such a uh, a hopeful uh, and uh, uh, touching and and, and and compelling documentary. And to me, the the your gender uh, was very ambiguous throughout, yeah. and and that was the brilliance about it. Cool. And uh, and, and Rui's gonna
7: love to hear that. There's a
1: lot of uh, students, uh, some of her peers, some of his. Or uh, excuse me, uh, pardon me. I'm gonna do it just like you. I know, man. <laughs> uh, Holmes. sorry, Holmes. Uh, some of his peers, uh, Adrian's peers, are in there. And speaking of how you, you touch them, mm-hmm. that are just uh, what are you, uh, normal. Uh, Never gender. say normal because
7: well, I'm I, not I, abnormal. <laughs> I'm a normal person. I'm a normal human being. So, you know, uh, you can, cisgendered. Gendered, there, yeah, cisgendered, cisgendered uh, peers. <laughs> you want to write that down? <laughs> I, so let me. You got to <laughs> teach me how to spell, I'll spell it first. I'll so, I got to get lit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> let, let me ask you this. Now, now you're
1: the, the get lit is separate from from this documentary. Yeah. You just happen to be the subject. Tra- a, a, tra- a subject of this film, which is you're a transgendered, who happens to be a slam poet.
7: Yeah, and uh and I think I mean there's definitely a connection between the two because through my spoken word, yes. I do a lot of activism because clearly not everybody knows or understands what transgender means. Yeah. Um but and like we were talking if you don't know what slam poetry or spoken word is, when you hear it it somehow touches you for the most part. Mm-hmm. So if I can incorporate my activism through my poetry and touch people, why the hell not?
1: Okay, what what is your uh, what is, what is your cause?
7: Okay, so there, well, there are a lot of people who don't understand what transgender is, which means that anybody who's trans and, and is confronted or is involved with somebody who's not educated can be disrespected, can be hurt. I mean there's a lot of um I mean I also work with a lot of LGBTQ activism with my school and GSA network, mm-hmm. which is to provide safe schools for everybody, mm-hmm. you know, equal mm-hmm. schools. Yeah, we're making progress, but there's still a lot of progress to make. I mean, kids are still getting beaten up for being gay or trans or queer or anything other than straight and heterosexual. But and kids cisgender. are beaten up
1: for for being short and ugly. Like Absolutely. I, like when I was a kid, we were kids. I we, we were the, the the skinny little twins, and we used to <laughs> they get had be- to catch us first. No, eh? And they <laughs> we we used to get. We used to get bullied. Right. Like I used to get bullied because exactly. my brother yeah. hung out with the cool guys, <laughs> and I hung out with the freaking art club. It's because he had the locks, right? Yeah. yeah, So, like, my point is not, not to, to impugn your yeah. cause, and, and I I'm, I um, I uh, applaud your your zeal. But you know, like, I think that there's a disproportionate amount of uh, of attention going on here when all kids are bullied.
7: Right. But let me let me ask you this: When you two were short and skinny, did you have a choice? i um, okay, well may, no. – maybe may, okay, Exactly. Well, there you go. I mean yeah. if you couldn't put on weight, that's one thing. If you can't grow taller even when you want to, that's yeah. – I, yeah. that, I don't think it goes
1: Wait. to that. That's a very good point. But I, 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 but I think it doesn't go to that. There's a lot of reasons why kids are bullied. And it usually, totally. has, nothing, it usually has nothing to do with you. People don't bully you because you're transgendered or whatever. Are they Actually. Me? No, yeah. no, let me finish my point if you would. Uh, they're not bullying you for that. They're bullying you because they got an issue. Well, they're right. the ones with the fucking problem Exactly. Like when I was a 17 year old kid And I was being bullied in school I knew that even though I was a skinny little kid They're the guys with the fucking
7: problem Well yeah I mean I don't, I, I'm, not, I'm not a bad person I'm not a dick I try no. to be the best person I can be I, He's a dick My brother
1: <laughs> I'm just kidding bro <laughs> Go ahead No no I'm listening and to.
7: I try And I try to be the best person I can be mm-hmm. I don't cause harm to anybody That's You know right. I don't I can't hurt a fly if I wanted to and so when people come at me with bullshit and you know, give me shit for whatever the reason, it doesn't make sense to me. And I understand, all right, that's your fucking problem, but that still doesn't change the fact that I'm getting um, the, the consequences or, or, or the negative actions, whatever you want to call it. Right. But, like, but like you said, I was bullied because I was small, I was short, and I was skinny – you can't help that. And maybe some people understand, okay, well, he can't help that, so I won't bully him. The other people who are just dicks and have an issue with themselves, that's another thing. But if you're lesbian, gay, transgender, bisexual, whatever, a lot of people don't understand that that's not a choice, that you can't help it. You are who you are. There's there's no changing it.
1: So so what I'm hearing from you and, – and, and,
7: and, and, then, and then because they don't understand, they bully you thinking, what a faggot. You don't. You don't fucking know. You know this 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 gay kid's life. How can you say that? Like, yeah, yeah you know what? I think and it's you know just what? a pretense. A- I
1: think that people bully because they're assholes. Yeah, Not absolutely. because you're a fag. Girl, because I'm skinny. You know But there's saying?
7: a difference between if somebody understands what's going on. And, you know, stops bullying as so or or someone who doesn't know what the hell is going on or doesn't understand what these letters mean and, you know, what it causes the person to go through and still bullies them as opposed to if they learned and then stop bullying them. But if they already know and don't give a shit, then, yeah, they're a dick.
1: And the other thing is this, too, that it it really doesn't matter whether they're bullying you because you're a nerd or whatever the case is and, and or they're bullying you because they're really the ones with the problems, the bullies, that is, is that – you're still – if you're the, 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 the one receiving the bullying, it doesn't matter what the cause is. You're fucking receiving it. Yeah. And you have – I, I and, agree. And then for somebody like Adrian who uh, obviously you have you – have, you, you, you find your way of dealing with it and then to have the fortitude – to, to speak about no, it I think through, that's through, fantastic. Your, through your art. Not only does it does it help you, but could you imagine what it does to other people no matter that's what a category very good, they're in? very good point. And you know what? The, the fact that you got the balls, no pun intended to say this. <laughs> no, no say, I do it, trust me. <laughs> <you. laughs> but the, the balls to do as a, a teenager, male, female, gay, lesbian, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, it's all, it's, it's bitching. I still go back to what I say because what you talk about when you say about educating somebody about uh, maybe the lesbian community or or whatever your background is, when someone uh, learns about you, they're learning about you as a person. And I think that's what softens a, a bully if that's what happens. It's not that they find out, wow, this guy's uh, skinny and poor guy or this guy uh, you know, has got an identity crisis that he's going through at this moment in his life. I feel bad. No, at this point, I think what happens is they just relate to somebody as a person if they soften up. So my point is,
7: Bullies are bullies because they got the problem.
1: Jose, uh, you know, I'm not trying to
7: impugn anybody. No, bullies will be bullies. Bullies will be bu- bullies because they have a fucking issue with themselves, whatever that is. Poor them, actually. But if there's something that they're uneducated about and bully because of their ignorance, that's one issue. And by me getting on the mic and speaking my story through my poetry lets everybody understand what's going on. I mean— when I meet people, I don't say, hi, my name's Adrian, and I'm a transgender male. Because that doesn't fucking matter to you knowing me. Right. <laughs> who, who gives a shit what gender I am? Yeah. Right. I'm a good person, and I will offer you the best friendship that I can offer, whatever. Yeah. But I think it's important for people to understand what it is, understand what youth and just anybody who is trans goes through. So. It it sometimes it's it puts me in a very very vulnerable position to get up and and tell you about my life and where I've come from and what I've gone through. Mm. But at the same time, I know how I feel. Not understanding. I mean, before I came out, all my life I was depressed. Not understanding why. Mm. I knew how I felt. There were several years where I said, "God, why can't I be a guy?" And. You know, I always said that, but I never told anyone because could I really grow up and become who I wanted to be physically? No. So if I appeared female and said, I'm a guy, who the hell is really going to believe me? That's because I wasn't educated on it. Because I wasn't educated, I couldn't be myself. Mm -hmm. So when I get on the mic and speak, I don't necessarily speak for myself. I speak for every single person Mm -hmm. out there who is trans and doesn't know it yet or who is trans and doesn't know how to tell their parents or who is trans 20 years down the line is married and has kids whatever the case may be but you know it's for them every time I get on the mic Mm -hmm. I performed for a school and I got I got several notes back you know saying thank you Mm -hmm. and in this one piece um called mirrors it's not all about my transition you know if you're not trans it doesn't mean that you're not going to understand because based in my poem I talk about how you know, I'm I'm in a house of mirrors and every time I see myself, it's so it's how someone else perceives me, which means I can't understand who I am because they perceive me as this and oh shit, I'm starting to see myself like this. But anybody who's had an issue with um, their weight, their race, the way they look, the way they act, the way how big their B nose twins? is, <laughs> right. whatever, <laughs> right? you know, you'll relate to that at some point. Sure. And that's why more than the, the LGBTQ community understands. And I did get this one note back from this one girl and she <laughs> she specifically wrote me, I have a brother back home who is transgender. He doesn't know how to come out. He doesn't know how to tell our parents. I don't live with him. You know, I feel bad for him. He's having a hard time being himself. Thank you for doing this for him. Mm-hmm. That just right broke on. my heart. I was like, mm-hmm. "That's I,
1: it." I think that's dope. You mentioned mirrors. Is that what you're going to recite for us today, yeah. or another yeah. one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Would mirrors. you do that now?
7: Absolutely. Uh, do, you, uh, do
1: you want to do a quick mic? Uh, oh, we got Mike. Mike's mic. Mic's good. Mic check. Mic's good. Mic's good. You want to shut the other ones off? And... I handle this, dude. Okay. You gonna tell me how to handle this? Hey, hey, I'll handle it. Hey, eh? uh,
4: introduce, <laughs>
7: introduce him, Angel. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Adrian Kluczek. This piece is titled "Mirrors." It's an original piece. Why don't you call me he? When I step outside, these lost angels of Los Angeles watch me and inspect, analyze, and dissect the androgyny, bringing imbecilic adults to questions like What is that? Why is his chest so busty? Why are her legs so hairy? If she has female parts, she will never be a man. Weeping. And sulking and mourning and seething every single morning. Take me back to when I was teething to start over the correct way. Instead of trying to start over at the beginning of each day, placing socks in front of my crotch. Sagging my jeans down to my knees. Don't accentuate those hips around lips. Those thighs that lie with smooth, full skin. Undesired estrogen with despised hormones. So feminine. Feminine. Feminine is all you hear when I say, hi, guys, because no guy's voice is that high. But mirror, tell me one thing. Who do I look like today? Who do I look like today? Tall, dark, and handsome. Strong, stern, charming. Small. Puny, weak, soft, plump, pretty, busty, curvy, girly. Mirror, please tell me I look masculine. Bedhead, a crooked tooth or two. I don't care. I just want you to tell me I am a man. This is no carnival. So mirror, mirror on the wall. Why are there so many mirrors? This is no church. I don't want to hear another transphobic preacher. They preach, but their speech won't reach her because she was never here. In this fun house there is no fun Exits are redundant with doors locked in Retinas blocked, no seeing past This tricky witchery unstitching me from the scar on my back From where I attempted to unlatch the seams to this mask This mask, this fake female facade Given to me at birth Seeking for the right frame The one mirror that shows my true identity but the perceptions of these lost angels is all I see. Every angle, every turn, left, right, left. This mirror accentuates the curvature of these breasts, but nah, that one there exemplifies their death. Left, right, left, right, no depth perception, death of sight, all I see is them. Where am I? I curse those who see a woman because man, there is nothing female about who I am. Mirror, mirror in my father's eyes. Who is the daughter who constantly lies, who's full of bullshit when she says, I'm just a lonely guy in the wrong body. House of mirrors, I see so many mirrors teasing, teaser teases me here. House of mirrors, I see me here. Thank you.
1: Right on. Um, uh, um, For the listeners uh, in the world who just uh, heard Adrian recite this uh, or slam this piece, uh, he did it with no... No notes in front of them. You did that with uh, out of memory. Does it ever change? Is it is it the same? How do you do this?
7: Well, I mean, every time, you know, honestly, I mean, I've recited this piece I want to say thousands of times. I'm very bad at estimating, but I've done it plenty of times. I've had to do it several times a week for shows. Um, I recite it in my room to get better at it. Um, but every time I perform it, it shows me something different about myself and about the piece. I mean, it means something different each time, if you can imagine that.
1: No, I could I could imagine it because I watched your expressions on your face, so you you, you clearly became emotional with it. And uh, you say you've recited it thousands of times. How can someone do that unless you uh, you know, become so emotional, unless you're – Touching something different each time I right, guess. Right. That's fantastic. Thanks, man. Fantastic. Pretty dope. Man. Thanks, Rob. Uh, I am digging the fact that you're here. I'm, cool. uh, I I applaud you for what you're doing because uh uh standing up for uh all the, the ones that have been bullied, whether uh transgender, uh gay or twins, <laughs> um uh it takes a lot of guts to do what you do and a lot of responsibility because you have a talent. And uh, a lot of people take their talents and squander it, and, yeah. you're, and you're not. You're you're reaching people. I appreciate that. Uh, will you is there is there something that you want to tell people or anybody out there uh, um, before we we let you go?
7: Man, I could be on here for hours now. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, stay strong and believe in yourself because I wrote that piece about a year ago before I was on testosterone, before I, you know, really <clears throat> appeared male. Um, And every struggle that I've ever been through, every ounce of pain and sorrow and depression Mm -hmm. um, I felt has all just kind of been worth it because I pushed through. And, um, you know, you just kind of got to find the courage within yourself. Even if you don't want to, even if it scares the shit out of you, do it. And I swear to God, it is going to be worth it. Um, Just believe in yourself, honestly.
1: I got to give you props uh, because um, I relate because I remember growing up in high school – my brother and I were very fortunate to have come from a very strong foundation, a family that's very loving and cool. nurturing. And because of that, I remember being in high school, being bullied, and realizing that I didn't have the problem, that it's somebody else that had the problem. Yeah. Uh, I'm, a good, I'm a good person. Um, and that gave me the fortitude to continue with my chin up uh, but a lot of kids don't have that right. and uh your youngster uh in your teens still who who've risen above that and has is, is is just a, you know championing the cause i just hope that nice. it continues for yeah, everyone yeah you know and uh, good job totally. are you going to be performing anywhere or speaking anywhere anytime soon that yeah. you can tell us
4: about
7: yeah um so uh so in so there's okay so there's an annual uh an international youth slam poach competition. It's called Brave New Voices. Um, it's, it's called Russell Simmons' Brave New Voices. It's been on HBO. It's been aired on HBO several times. Um, every year, it, the location is subject subject to change. Last year, it was in the Bay Area, Berkeley, Oakland, San Francisco. Um, this year, it's going to be in Chicago. Get Lit actually represents the Los Angeles team. So last year, I that was the first. Actually, I kind of came out of nowhere to them. I wasn't a Get Lit player. I wasn't in their curriculum at a school. I just kind of showed up for the auditions to be at, on the Brave New Voices team. Um, I did it. I got on. I would say it was the best week of my life. So this Saturday, they're actually hosting um, another slam, another, you know, I guess audition to be on that team. Um, it is going to be at the – I want to say the Green – I want to say it's the Greenwood Theater. It's on Fairfax. It's it's by Fairfax and Beverly. If you, if you look up – um <clears throat> I can actually send is you it, the link. you want it, to put it on it, the website? Yes. Right, is it
1: cool. at the, where they do the poetry lounge, right? Yeah, the, the poetry the Oh, that's castle. what's up, dude. Oh, I <laughs> take yeah. that spot. Uh, yeah. I go so there all the it, time. Will, will we find that on the Get Lit? The words ignites? It's um, not, it's if on not, not,
7: I can send you the link. I actually have the flyer in it's the It's on Fairfax. Post between, it on our Facebook. Uh, between 3rd yeah. and right. uh,
1: Melrose. That's where it is. Post it on our Facebook wall. That's going to be this Saturday. The What is that? The 19th, the 20th? Something like Something like that. Is that your ride over there? Probably. Big truck? Hell no.
4: (laughs) (laughs) No, I ride a little coop. Anyways,
1: (laughs) Adrian, thanks so much for making it here. Thanks, you guys. Awesome, awesome poetry. Um, You know... uh it's a great example. Check them out at uh, Brave New Voices, and uh, you're going to send me a link. I'll post yeah. it on our Facebook page so you can go check it out. I'm yeah. going to try to make that shit.
7: Cool, dude. And and like the, um, the Get Lit Facebook page because we got a lot of information coming up, a lot of slams. I just liked it to not, right now. I just that's what's it, up, bro. He's on top of his game. <laughs> Ladies and
1: gentlemen, that's Adrian Kluchek. Kluchets. Close enough, buddy. <laughs> uh, right on. We'll be right back with Angels Chill Out.
7: Thanks.
0: Today, listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Kick back and listen.
1: Are perfect. Don't be so hard on yourself. Yes, indeed, sometimes it's hard to see, particular, particularly when you confuse desire as need. Don't rely on the perception of the few, since they too have a re- reality that's skewed. Change the way you see yourself, and it will change the way you see the world. You are perfect in the grand scheme. You are light. You are earth, you are water, and cosmic dust. So change your environment, change your perception, and even your friends if you must. And it will change your life. You are perfect. Chill. One love. And that's another edition of Angel's Chill Lounge. And that brings us to the end of another Twin Talk with Jose and Angel as we broadcast every week out of Theo Luis's garage. It was dope. Uh, We had uh, Radio Suicide on our show today. You can check them out at Make Music Festival in Pasadena, June 6th. She's hot. The, the, The band rocks. Check them out. Also, spoken word artist and activist Adrian Kluchek.
7: Who checks, right? <laughs> yeah. That's thank you. For, thanks for being on our show, man. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it.
1: Thanks for making it all the way out here. We want also want to thank the Reverend Jesse Lee Peterson from bondaction.org and the Reverend Jesse Lee Peterson radio show, as well as the leader or founder of the South Central Los Angeles Tea Party. Thanks for being on our show today. Of course, we want to thank filling in the shoes and the pink headphones, the stilettos. For, <laughs> the stilettos. With the news and dirty laundry, We're the Jackson. voice of Twin Talk and uh, multimedia journalist, uh, Jeff Johnson. Thanks for being Always meeting.
0: good to be here. Thanks for having me. Right on, Holmes. Good
1: to see you, brother. Thanks a lot, brother. Come back, man. Definitely will. All right, listen again next week. Uh, we, is, we, is Carson Daly coming next week? I'm talking to him. I'm talking to okay. him. We'll see. Okay. Uh, if not, uh, the, we or, got, we got something coming up. Yeah, next we week. do. But I do want to. I do, do want to say a thank you to the hope, two hopeful spinsters again who who uh, hosted us as we broadcast live from the red carpet of their web, web webisode in Hollywood, and uh, we want th- I want to thank them for all the love. And, uh, hey, yeah, you can listen to the uh, podcast where we interviewed Michael Madsen of Kill Bill and Reservoir Dogs. He does a Dennis Hopper impersonation on our show. And also from uh, the show Community and also from the show uh, Parks and Recreation. We had a couple other celebrities on our Jim show. Jim Turner that. and Gensarake. All these and other guys. And a bunch of people on that show. Anyways, tune in next week as uh, we bring in another edition of all that stuff. I'm going to bring back the Patriot Pass next week. Angel's going to have his chill lounge. We're going to have some cool guests. And, of course, just a bunch of craziness. All right, everybody. Good night. Shoo.
0: See